Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. everybody and welcome to the Mojo Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. Mojo, taking you through the world of sports on this snowy, rainy, sleety Saturday morning in December. It's December 17th. We're a week away from Christmas. It's amazing how fast it's here, but it's a night you wake up today and get nice little snow, little light streets out there, a little snowy out there. So now it's actually turned to rain here. So it's supposed to rain now until like 1, 2 o'clock and then the weather's supposed to actually the temperatures are actually supposed to go up like tomorrow to like sixty degrees before it drops again. But which is good because tonight is obviously Dolphins and Jets tonight, and uh, I'm actually going to the game. I'll be going to the game with little Anthony, little Mojo, my brother the Fever, and uh, my nephew Mikey. We're all going to the Dolphin Jet game tonight, so that'll be a lot of fun. And luckily, we won't be getting a a rainy night all night. We, you know, worry might have been rainy and snowy. Well, I mean, listen, I don't mind the snow. I actually would love to see snow, a game in the snow. But but the weather's actually cooperated for us tonight, which is a good thing. And uh, so we'll have, you know, a big game tonight. And listen, it's a big game for the Dolphins. Obviously, the Jets, Jets are, you know, the Jets right now. But for the Dolphins, this game is huge. So, you know, we'll see uh, We'll see how they can respond without Tannehill. Obviously, Tannehill's injury is a big factor here for the Dolphins. And we'll see how that uh, affects them going forward. But, you know, Matt Moore is a capable backup. But he hasn't played, you know, other than last week's action, the guy hasn't played in five years. So, you know, you got to see what you're going to get. Hopefully, you know, listen, he's a gunslinger. He has no fear. He throws the ball downfield more than Tannehill, actually. But we'll see what happens there. I mean, obviously, the leadership, you can see how much he meant to the team, Tanner, when he got hurt last week, when you've seen the team coming around him. But they got good news that it wasn't his uh, ACL wasn't torn. So, Tanner could be back in a few weeks if they make the playoffs. Well, even the New England game, the last game. So, we'll see how that plays out. But they got to take care of business tonight against the Jets. Jets coming off a comeback win over San Francisco last week. Forte questionable with a torn meniscus. I don't know how he's going to play with a torn meniscus, but they're saying he's saying he wants to play. But and then plus Brandon Marshall will be on a snap count, so that'll be interesting too. I mean, it's a game the Dolphins have to win. They should win. You know, they're right in the thick of the playoff hunt. It's a game they have to win. I mean, you can't go into you can't lose to the Jets tonight. You just can't. So we're going to be talking about that and all the NFL. Obviously, Detroit versus the Giants, big game. Giants coming off a big win over Dallas last week. The Lions keep on rolling. It's a huge game in the NFC. So that's tomorrow in, Giant, in MetLife. So that's another big game 
And we're going to be going over all the big games, analyzing every game, Giants, Lions, Dolphins, Jets, every game tomorrow. All the big games we'll be really talking about. TD's going to be joining us shortly. We'll be going through all the picks. We'll be doing our college picks as well. And then uh, so there'll be a lot of that early on in the show, a lot of football in the, in the beginning part of the show. Later on, we'll get into some baseball. We're going to get into some rumors, Mets, Yankees, nothing really happened on their front this week, but we'll uh, obviously the Chapman signs officially had some parting words for uh, Joe Madden, but uh, we'll, we'll get into all that later on as well. We'll see what are the Mets up to. Are they up to anything? I mean, another reliever off the board this morning, Brad Ziegler and the Marlins. I mean, even the Marlins are spending money. Are the Mets going to pony up for anything? And I'm sick to hear a Mets fan say Cespedes. We, gave, we signed Cespedes. Cespedes is our own player. We had to sign Cespedes. You guys still make the team better. We're not any better than we were last year. So it's time for the Mets to do something. I mean, really, it's pretty pathetic if you look at it. That they're only offering minor league contracts to people. I mean, come on now. This is why the Wilpons should not own a team. They really shouldn't. But we'll get into that later. We're also going to do some NBA, NHL. Obviously, the NBA has a new CBA agreement. So we're going to talk about that later. We'll talk about some points. Obviously, it helps guys like LeBron, Paul, Carmelo Anthony, guys that are going to look for this one more big contract. Now they can get... Up to 38 years old, they could be making max. So now, now they set themselves up. This is why you've seen a guy like LeBron the last few years go on one two-year deal because he set himself up after next year. He could find a five-year deal for up to over $210 million. So that's why these guys have been signing one two-year deals lately because they're all pushing towards the, after next after, not this year, after next season, 2018, Season, 2017 2018 season, then they could sign the max deals. And they're all, listen, a guy like LeBron is going to be, uh, you know, listen, he deserves it. Obviously, he's the best player, but the money is just out of control here at this point. I mean, all the, the middle, mid, medium, medium range players are all making crazy money now. Like, I can't, Kent Bazemore making four years, $70 million, which to me is crazy, but he got it. But you know, and now they're even going to get more. So players like role players are going to be making $15 million a year, which to me is crazy, but that's the way it goes. But we'll get into all that from NHL later as well. We'll talk about the Hopkins fight tonight, his last fight as well later on in the show. So a lot to go on, but we are going to kick it off with some football today, and week 15 is upon us, and a lot of big games, obviously. Seattle beat the Rams the other night pretty easily. I mean, you've seen that happen to Jeff Fisher. Finally got the axe. I mean, I, I don't know how it took them so long to get rid of Jeff Fisher, but they finally did. And uh, so they, they've moved on from Jeff Fisher, and we'll see. Right now, funny, Jim Fossil's son is the coach now, the interim coach. So we'll see how that's going to, you know, how that's going to, is he going to ever get full time? I doubt it. I think it's more of just the rest of the year. I know they, they got big, big ideas, and they're thinking of Harbaugh or Gruden. Harbaugh's not leaving Michigan already, so I wouldn't. Because room that he already shot it down. Uh, you know, obviously he, lo- he would love that job as far as, play- you know, in L.A. and all that, but he's not leaving Michigan already. He just got there, and it's not happening. Gruden? Gruden's sure he don't want to come back, but it could be an interesting name. But Rams, Rams need help. I mean, Rams... Getting rid of Fisher was definitely a start in the right direction that they needed to do. So we'll see what happens going forward. There's a lot of big injuries with guys returning this week. Obviously, I talked about Tannehill's injury. Adrian Peterson's returning tomorrow in a big game. And, and you know, 
give some credit. He's trying to give his team a lift. They're trying to make the playoffs here. So AT coming back against the Colts tomorrow. So that that'll be uh, something to watch to see how AT looks. Is he fresh? Is he going to be you know still hurt? You know what's the deal with Peterson? We'll see him on the court. Julio Jones and AJ Green both out tomorrow. Well, Green's a game time decision, but it looks like he's out. Julio's already been ruled out, which is that when you look now, it's week 15. This is fantasy Super Bowl or fantasy playoff time. Now you got that with Julio Jones, AJ Green, that out. Melvin Gordon, who's hurt last week, is out. Big names are out now in the, in the, for the playoffs. You have the super teams trying to win Super Bowls in uh, fantasy. Matt Forte, like I said, game, game time decision. I don't know how he's going to play with a torn meniscus personally, but he's going to try. Looking at some uh, other games for tomorrow. Obviously, the Packers are bad. Packers need the game. All these games, like I said, when Pete comes on shortly, we're going to break them all down. Just just looking at some games, the meaningful games tomorrow. Obviously, Buccaneers, Cowboys at 1 o'clock, big game. Dallas coming off the Lost Camp is rolling, so Dallas looking to get back on track. And it's going to be interesting to see when is, you know, if Prescott struggles today, are they going to go to Romo? It's amazing Dallas fans are all calling for Romo now. They lost one game. Dallas lost two games all year by a combined four points. And they lost. They just lost by three points you know, last week in a defensive battle. Okay, it was a tough game, cold weather. And, you know, Dallas fans are ready to jump off the bridge. It's amazing. It really is. Jaguars, Texans. Texans they came for the Texans, really. So we got, let's, let's see how the uh, Eagles at Ravens. Ravens need the game. Titans at Chiefs, a big game in the AFC. The total Lions, Giants, of course. Colts, Vikings, another huge game. Let's see. 49 the Falcons, big game for the Falcons. Patriots, Broncos, a 425, a huge game, especially for Denver. Raiders, Chargers. Raiders trying to bounce back. Steelers and Bengals, a big game, division matchup. Sunday night. And then Monday night, big game for the Redskins as they face the Panthers. Team like the Panthers is a team you got to worry about down the stretch now because here's a team that they're out of it, but they got a lot of talent. They're, they have the talent of a playoff team, but they're not in the race. And this is the type of team that has pride. They were in the Super Bowl this year. They got a great quarterback that you have to worry about coming to spoil, spoil your season now because you know they're going to come to win and spoil somebody's season. So interesting to see how the Panthers react on Monday night. Looking at the records, PDD is 129-77-2. He had a 12-4 and week last week. So he's definitely making some ground. I'm 135-71-2. I got a six-game lead, but I was only 9-7 and seven last week. So PDD making his move here. It's only six games behind me with three weeks left. So this week's going to be big. We'll see what happens this week as we go through our picks in a few minutes when he joins us. And uh, I just want to say, too, the Mojo Sports Show is brought to you by Bay Ragney and the Totally Driven Entertainment Network, dedicated to bringing you total entertainment. And uh, so as Totally Driven Entertainment is rising as one of the top networks in uh, podcasting and the radio world, definitely take a look at uh, all our shows. I'll be playing a commercial later, you know, shortly. After PDV comes on, I'll put on my commercial and give you a little preview of what's, what we have on the station. But definitely give a listen. I mean, we have so many great shows on here. I mean, the same old radio is just boring stuff. It's definitely good to uh, definitely good to give this network a listen because we have a lot of good shows everywhere from uh, comedy to Comic-Con to Obviously, Totally Driven Radio, the flagship station with Bay Ragney, Pro Wrestling with Mike Falala, Smith Hart, and the Hart, 
Grapevine. I mean, there's so many great shows. All the Big Daddy Hard Talk with Big Daddy. I mean, just so many great shows. Definitely give it a listen. I mean, I could go on and on. There's so many great shows. Every night is a good show on here. So definitely give our network a listen, and uh, you will not be disappointed. That I promise you. So, also today, obviously, I was talking about. We'll definitely do some college college bowl picks. We'll probably riff through that quick because this, you know, like we'll just go through the game. We probably won't break down every single game because of time restraints, but we will uh, definitely be making our picks. Me and Pete, as as we go through everything, so we'll uh, we'll do that. But first, we're going to do the NFL and get through all the NFL games. And then I said, like I said, later on, we'll be doing some baseball, some do some baseball, do some basketball and NHL. I do want to talk about, like I said, the NBA labor agreement that was agreed upon. So I want to go through that stuff. I want to talk about just a week in review of uh, the NBA. Russell Westbrook just continues to get triple double after triple double. You know, it's just a fascinating season he's putting on there. And uh, so we're definitely going to talk about all that later on. I watched a good game last night. Raptors, Hawks, great game. The Hawks won 125-121 in Toronto, avenging a loss, a big loss two weeks ago. So it was definitely a, a good game. It was just a good game if you watched it. It was just an entertaining game. I mean, when you get a 125-121 game, you know you're getting good offense. You're seeing good offense. And both teams were shooting great. And, uh, you know, Toronto made a big uh, run in the second half there, but Atlanta was able to hold them off and hold on to the game. Dwight Howard. I'll tell you, Dwight Howard, people can say what they want about it, but Dwight Howard's looking good right now for the Hawks. These guys averaging a double-double. He's just dominating down low. Last night, he was dominant. Last night, like, completely dominant. So, but we'll, uh, you know, we're going to get into all that. We're going to get into all that later on in the show, of course. And, uh, you know, it's it's going to be interesting, too. Like, I know a lot of people say, let's just let let's just let them play. Let's just let them play now. Let, 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 let our Golden State and Cleveland just start game one now for the finals. But you got to play the games, right? I mean, obviously everybody's pretty much assuming that that's going to be the that's going to be the game, the, the NBA championship, but it probably is. But you still got to play the season out, obviously, and uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens as the season goes on. You know, obviously health is a big factor too. So you know, teams got to stay healthy. That you know, you can't get banged up and you know, you definitely don't want to head into the playoffs, uh, you know, missing a missing a player or anything like that, especially, you know, these teams, you know, you're looking to win championships. You can't afford to lose, you know, that. But the Eastern Conference is pretty crazy right now. So you have from three to eight, there's one game separating them. From three to eight, the three seed to the eight seed, Boston, Knicks, Bucks, Hawks, Hornets, Pistons, there's one game separating six teams. And then, the Bulls are right there who are outside looking in right now. So it's really one game separating seven teams. And then if you add the Pacers and the Wizards in the loss column, there is nine teams separated by two games in the loss column. It's a three. So you, you have two games that are not even making the playoffs, even if you're in the three hole right now, which is pretty crazy if you think of it. The Cavaliers at 18 and 6, Toronto at 18 and 8 after the loss last night. Golden State twenty three and four, San Antonio twenty one and five, Clippers twenty and seven, Rockets Rockets are playing great. Now, hey, how about Dan Tony, huh? They're talking about him as coach of the year early on. He's doing a great job in Houston. Utah, another team playing really good basketball. 
is the sixth seed. So it's another thing to look out for. And we'll go over more of this late. I just wanted to give a quick little briefing of the NBA while I was looking at it. But, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, this is the time of the year now where after Christmas is when basketball really, like Christmas Day is the first, to me, is when basketball really comes on the scene as far as, I mean, everybody's into basketball, I'm not saying that, but Christmas Day is like when you really hit that part of the season. Like football's coming to an end. Like you're almost at the playoffs in football. Now basketball and hockey are really going to jump to the forefront once January to February comes rolling around because then after the playoffs and Super Bowl, there's nothing until baseball and April training in March. But that's when basketball, hockey, and, and, and March Madness start taking over. So be interesting to see what happens there. And, uh, so we're going to go, we've got PDV here, so we're going to pull PDV into the poll in a minute, and then uh, we'll get all that started with uh, the NFL. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good. Good morning. How's the snow by you? Did you get a bad too? Uh, yeah, I got a couple of inches. I think it's raining now. It's doing something out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the rain will melt it away. Yeah. But I was just I was just talking about how you're gaining ground here in the standings here and our picks. And oh, you're yeah, six, yeah. You're only six behind me now. Six games after your 12 and four week last week. So you've been hot. So you're only six behind me now with three weeks left. So it's getting interesting here on the picks here with me and you. Yeah, it's, uh, I've been strategically picking some games against you. How <laughs> to try. Hey, listen. Hey, listen, we both had Seattle the other night, obviously, in an easy call on that one. And uh, finally, yeah. Fish is gone. I've been talking about it for weeks on here. I've been saying it. And, uh, yeah, well, he's a good enough he, coach. He'll find another job. He'll be he'll be unemployed for I mean the minimum amount of time. 
what do you see? What do you think's a good spot for him? You think there's like you see a spot for him right now, like a team that would make sense for him? Listen, if I'm the Jets, I call I call Fisher. I I don't even I don't even wait to fire my coach. I call him right now. I mean, I mean the Jets will take uh, nine to ten wins every year. I mean. Eight to ten and nine to ten. It's better than what they're seeing right now. This is crap. I mean, it's it's just ball. I mean, what Jeff fans are seeing. I actually feel bad for them. So you think Bowles is definitely gone, right after this year? I mean, it's hard to fire a coach after after tell it. But if it's my order, if it's my team, and if I'm I'm owning the team, he's gone. I can't I can't look at this crap. I mean, it's just unemotional. Uh, Conservative, just everything you everything you would say about a defensive coach, a young defensive coach. Maybe just 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 why I don't just why I don't hire young defensive coaches. Maybe I take a reach a shot with a retread defensive coach, but I'm not I'm never giving a, a young defensive coach his first shot with my team. Yeah, no, this you, is what, you make a good point. So, so that brings us to tonight's game. So, what do you think of tonight's game? Obviously, Miami without Tannehill, but you know, I, I, I think more might be good enough to get this done tonight. I mean, being that the, the tr- troubles the Jets are having, but it's the Jets Dolphins. Anything can happen when they play. I mean, the weather ain't great either. Although it's supposed to at least stop raining for tonight's game. So, what do you think of tonight's game? I mean, listen, it's tough. It's a tough game to predict, especially without Tannehill in the game. Uh, both teams, uh, you would expect to be able to run the ball. Well, you definitely uh, figure a lot of running, right? A lot of running tonight, you gotta, you gotta think, right? Yeah. At least they're gonna try and run the ball, short screen passes, whatever the case may be. But uh, yeah, you, you mean you got two back, two, you got two, uh, you got one young, young backup quarterback, and you got you know an experienced, you know, I mean a guy who you want, Matt Moore, someone who's a really pretty good. I could I would consider a pretty good backup quarterback. So you know I don't know I would uh I don't know I'm I'm probably leaning towards the Jets here because simply because they're the home team and they're more adopted to the weather. Yeah, the, I, obviously I'm going to pick Miami tonight, and uh, you know I just think the game is a must win for them. They're trying to get in the playoffs and they have to win this game. I mean they cannot with Buffalo next week and New England the last week. You have to win this game and. I mean, obviously, like you said, the big factor is the quarterback. Is more, you know, can more step in and put up, put up a, some points to get them a win here. I think, like, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'd expect it. I wouldn't expect much of scoring tonight. Like, I won't expect like a twenty-seven twenty game tonight. You'd probably see more like a well, thirteen. Get seventeen points, you win. So I mean, yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like a seventeen ten type game tonight. So something like that. But we'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Obviously, Marshall is going to be on a snap count, they're saying, if he talks smack all week to Maxwell. And then Forte saying he might play with a torn meniscus. I, I don't even know how that's possible to play through this. But, you know, if 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 the him and Gordon decided to get hurt on the first series of the game last week and, and get hurt, it cost me a playoff game. But whatever, that's another story. So, to talk about. But actually, I got a call. I'm going to bring a call in with us right now. All right, Petey? All right. Talk some football. Adam, what's hey, going good on? Hey, Mr. Mojo. Petey, how you guys doing? How you doing, Adam? Good. What's going on? Um, so, Adam, so listen, Adam, I, I, you know, 
you're talking about the Miami Jet game tonight. I know it's a big game for Miami, but with this weather, traveling to New York, more quarterbacking, I just have a funny feeling that the Jets find a way to win this game and then uh, sort of knock Miami's uh, playoff chance uh, down a bit. Well, yes. I mean, if Miami loses tonight, their playoffs, they're not making the playoffs. So they have to win tonight. I mean, not that they wouldn't be eliminated, but it's not a good, you know, they have to win tonight. This is a game they have Miami to has back. a tough time in New York, and this weather definitely isn't going to help their cause. Well, the one good thing is the weather's supposed to change, right, for later on. Like, it's supposed to actually rise through the night because it is supposed to be 60 tomorrow. So I was looking at the weather, and they're saying it should be, at one point tonight, it could be up to 50 at some point tonight. So, And what about precipitation? I, is that going to stop? Yeah, it's supposed to stop raining about 2 o'clock, and, that's, and then it ain't going to rain until after midnight. That's what it's saying now. So no, it should, so maybe, should be. I mean, that definitely plays to, to the Dolphins' advantage. Listen, I think if more if more don't turn the ball over, Miami's going to win. I think if the Jets are going to win, they're going to have to get turnovers. Look, it's, it's better for all parties involved if the Jets lose this game, right? I mean, they're jockeying for a draft pick now. There's no – what's the point of winning this game for them? That's well, yeah. Yeah. well, you could have said that same thing last week in a typical Jets fashion. They win the game against the 49ers. I know. I yeah, know. And they look dead in the first half of that game. I mean – it looks like I'm no a Giants shot. fan, but I, I feel for Jets fans. It's just typical Jets, you know, that you go and you win these, these meaningless games. And now I guess they're really hot on the quarterback from uh, North Carolina. Um, but they're saying, what, he's going to be a top-four pick? Yeah, yeah. Of course, Who, they really want him. Who, yeah. Renner? Oh, my yeah, gosh. North Carolina. My God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Supposedly that's who that's who they're eyeing right now. Is the yeah, maybe in the third round. I'll be honest with you. I'd watch a, I'd watch more probably a, a lot, a, a, probably more college football than I should. I don't see any first round quarterbacks this year in, in the draft. I really don't. Yeah, they have and they have your boy Mayfield as the eighth pick right now in the draft. Unfortunately, well, he's 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 returning to Oklahoma, so unless they know something, I don't know. So yeah, um, I, don't I, know. I mean, to me, like you, you, there's still like I think that there'll be plenty of like veteran quarterbacks available uh, in the off season via trade or free agency. So why don't the Jets just look for a band aid right now if you don't think there's any like true franchise quarterbacks in the draft and you know look to to rebuild like the line. Um, or you know, or any other need, and and wait on the quarterback. They keep swinging and missing for these franchise quarterbacks via the draft. Not well, then they wait for draft picks, like wait for the second round pick on Hockenberg last year, right? I mean, well, if I'm the Jets and I'm picking in the top ten, and uh, and, and the player I'm looking at is the wide receiver out of out of Clemson, Michael Williams. I mean, guy's been a a total animal the the last uh, two years, and uh. Uh, that's the guy I'm, I'm targeting. I'm getting a young, uh, a young guy on the outside that could uh, make plays for me. What about that line? Like Mangold, I, I, you know, he's he's probably done, right? Uh, yeah, well, Mangold. Do they need help there? Oh sure. I mean, if there's if, if the only problem with that is unless you're picking in the top five, I'm expecting you know maybe maybe the best and the second best. Of, Offensive line probably the alignment would probably be gone by the time they pick. You know we don't even know where they're picking yet. So I mean, I guess right now they'd be picking like eight or something, like somewhere around that. 
just off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be looking. This is a team with a lot of holes. I, I mean, I, I'm going best player available, no matter yeah. whether it's a defensive player, you know, offensive lineman. But I, I would be targeting the offensive lineman, and you know, you could find a good center. You, you just don't want to take a center because you need a center. You could probably get a good center late in the second, first round, or early in the second round. So, you know, there's always there's always centers centers a, a, a spot in a in the draft where you could fill that hole in the second or third or fourth round. Well, I also I also heard somebody saying the Jets might take the corner and then move Revis to safety next year. Do you hear anything on that? I mean, he's a huge liability, like at the cornerback position right now. He's it, it makes Brady, or excuse me, Belichick look look like even more of a genius letting him walk. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Well, now Mike, I don't know. It was with New England too, right? So. I called that the second he got released. I said, this has New England written all over it. Yeah, sure. and they I find a way, right? And they find a way to do that and get these guys to play, right? If they do it. It's amazing. It's the it's machine like, love, of love Belichick. Belichick. And... The, guy, the guy is a mastermind. He really is. No, he's a cheater. He's a cheater. Yeah. I can even go cheater. back to Monday night. They cheated on Monday night. You're not allowed to jump the center on it. I mean, it's a play safety issue. You jump the center on a, on a field goal. That's, that's supposed to be a 15-yard penalty, and they get no, away it's with only, it. It's only a penalty if you touch the center. If you clear oh, that. oh, yeah, only if you, break, only if you break the center's neck. Only if, you, only if you touch the center. Yeah, I know. And break his neck. I know. Yeah, it's supposed to be a safety, a play safety issue. I mean, it's a joke. It's a joke. They're cheaters. I mean, yeah. Well, they, only if you touch well, the center. They only have, they only have play to play as safety to play as they want or have play as safety. But. Like the shots yeah. that Cam Newton takes and don't get flagged, if that was Tom Brady, these guys would probably be suspended for him and like that. But it, no, no, All no. right, so let's, let's, let's move on. While you're on, Adam, I want to talk with you on this too because you're as a Giant fan. So what do you guys – Pete, what's your take on the Giant-Lion game tomorrow? Um – I mean, I like Giants simply because they're home. I mean, Detroit keeps on finding a way to pull its games out. But uh, Giants being home, taking uh, Detroit out of the dome, you know, get some elements. Well, it was, apparently there's going to be no elements because it's supposed to be like a summer day tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, I mean, but Detroit's rain, been doing it. It is going to rain tomorrow, though. Detroit's been doing it with good defense. I mean, it's going to be a good matchup for Detroit because you have a, an ailing Giants offense against, a, you know, what's been a top de- defense so far this year in Detroit. And you got Stafford making plays. I mean, I mean, I, I like Detroit. I like Detroit in this game. I mean, because uh, I like the matchup for them. I like their, their defense against the Giants offense. And, uh, you know, they've just been making – they've just been finding ways to win these games. I mean, it's been a really good story to Detroit Lions. But uh, it should be an excellent game. Stafford has a dislocated middle finger on his throwing hand, I think, right? I wonder if that's going to be a factor yeah, so, this week. I don't think it's going to be a factor because um, he's going to do the same thing that Carr did, win a, wear a glove. And, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I think it's a different story having a dislocated pinky finger than a middle finger. You, use, you know, the middle finger is used more for control. But um, we'll see what they do. Maybe they shoot that finger up and it doesn't give them a, not such a, such a, not such a problem. So what do you think, Adam? What's your take on the game? I, my take is I like the Giants' chances. I, I still – we have yet to see a complete game on both sides of the ball from the Giants. And, you know, we've been down this road uh, before with them. You know, both Super Bowl runs, 
they've they sort of had like up and down seasons. They got hot towards the end of the year. Um, everything started to gel and click, and and I think that we're we're sort of on the verge of that now. I'm not saying the Giants are going to the Super Bowl by any means. I I think that they're a playoff team. I think we get Pew back tomorrow, which is going to be a tremendous help on the line. Um, I, I think that they get some better protection tomorrow. I'm hoping that they, they start featuring Perkins, uh, you know, out of the backfield. Uh, I think he's a more explosive running back than Jennings. He's hitting the hole. Um, what can I say? The defense has been great. Um, you know, we we speak about this during the week off-air, Mojo, but I, I think Olivier Vernon's been awesome. Um, I, I think he's right up there this year, one of the best, you know, uh, linemen in uh, – in the league, he's putting tremendous pressure on the quarterback. He's finally starting to get some sacks. Uh, Jenkins has been awesome. Uh, Collins has been great. Um, I, I think the Giants win the game tomorrow. I'm, I'm Snack Harrison's been great, too. Snack Harrison. He's been, yeah, they've been stuffing the run. Um, I think, you know, I, I don't think Riddick plays tomorrow. I think Dwayne Washington has a, a tough time uh, with uh, the Giants' front. Um, and then we'll see. I, I you know, well, Riddick I think being out by the way helps the Giants because he's pest. He's a what? pest. Riddick. I said Riddick being out is definitely helps the Giants because he's a pest. Yeah. So he's the type of guy out of the backfield who's pulling Um, I think the Giants find a way to win, get to ten and four, and you know they don't clinch a, a playoff berth tomorrow. But I, I think that they uh. As close to clinching as as they can, I think ten wins gets a, a wild card spot at, at a minimum. Well, I, I think, think you know, Dallas has a tough really game tomorrow night at home against Tampa Bay. Tampa's fighting for a playoff spot too, so who knows? You know, the Giants win tomorrow, maybe Dallas loses. You're a game out of the division, and you get the tiebreaker, right? But I'll tell you though, I'll tell you, listening all week, the Dallas fans are It's what they lost two games all year by a combined four points. And they're ready to jump off the bridge. Like Listen. typical Cowboys, you know, like you, you know Jerry Jones, he he lets the circus uh, lets the circus run run rampant down there. You got to come out and then make a an affirmative confirmation that you know Dak is your quarterback. You know you're going to live or die with Dak, and that's it. But they don't say these things. Yeah. Well, listen. Jerry Jones is more or less keeps hinting that there's a chance Romo's going to be back. Now, Pete, I ask you this, Pete, if it was you. Who would be a quarterback the rest of the year for Dallas? Would you stay with Romo? Definitely. I mean, you can't trust Romo. One one big hit, and that's it. You can't put all the, all your eggs in that one basket. I mean, he's shown the last two or three years. Guy can't take a hit. I mean, he, I, I don't want to say he's done, but yeah, he's done. Uh, he, you know, that, stick that's the guy. He that got you to where you are right now. You, you got to go with Dak. He's the future of the franchise. Roma won't be on the team next year. I think it would be a tremendous mistake to to put Romo in right now. And I heard yeah, the salary cap league you can't have you can't have a twenty million dollar backup quarterback. Yeah, no, he'll be on he'll be on Denver next year. But it uh, did you hear uh, Troy Aikman called out Jerry Jones for his comments about you know Romo and Prescott and stuff like that? Like, because Jerry Jones still hinting that Romo's going to be the guy for the playoffs. He's kind of hinting it. And it's All right, fun, guys, you know, I, I got to jump. I'm getting in the car uh, to drive, and it's a little nasty out, but I'm going to keep listening. Uh, good thanks, football. Thanks for calling in, Adam. I'll, I'll see you later, Mojo. Appreciate the call, Adam. All right, take care. Adam calling in, talking football. I'm going to pick the Giants in that game, Pete. So we're going. Okay. So far, we got two picks against each other. This is this is good. This makes it interesting, uh, you know. 
This is yeah. what we want. I, I assume you'd Giants... pick the Dolphins because you're hatred for the Jets, but, uh, you know, you know not only that. But... It's a must win. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think I'm think pretty sure that they're in front of Denver right now. I think they do have that, that six spot. No, right Denver now. got it for some reason. Now, last week they had it, but now Denver got it. It's weird. Yeah, well, it's think, weird how that the thing is. The thing is, Miami has the Jets, the Bills next week, which is going to be tough on the road, and then they got New England the last game. But New England, because there's a chance New England could rest all their starters that game if they have everything They never, do, never do that. They, they, well, don't, they don't have it. Yeah, and you know what else scares me, Pete? Last year, Miami cost New England a bye the last game of the year in Miami when they beat New England. So you know Belichick didn't forget that. And you know oh, he's yeah. going to want to uh, – He's going to want to eliminate them if he can this year. So that's definitely something that scares me there. But, the, you know, Denver's, Denver has uh, Denver has Kansas City, Oakland, and New England the last three games. So Denver has a tough schedule. Yeah, yeah, they do. They have, they have three playoff-type caliber teams to, that they still know. Still go. You know, the Ravens get a tiebreaker over the Dolphins. The Ravens are a game behind. The Ravens would get a tiebreaker. So the Ravens are a team I want to see lose tomorrow. Yeah, you gotta you gotta worry about. That. Although I picked, I'm gonna pick them. We're gonna to get to that game now since I said I brought it up. Eagles at Ravens. What do you think of this game? I mean, the Eagles' season's pretty much over. They lost a tough game last week to Washington, a game they could have won. And uh, you know, and obviously Baltimore you know, must must win, right? Coming off a loss, which they showed some guts on Monday night against New England. I mean, they did come back in that game. They, you know, they didn't yeah. give up. But what do you think? What do you think tomorrow? Well, I think, like I said last week, I think Philadelphia is still playing for next year. You know, um, you know, just trying to showcase and uh, get their quarterback as much experience as they possibly can. But uh, yeah, I like I like Baltimore. You know, it's a must win for them. You know, they're all must wins if you want to make the playoffs at this time of year. Uh, Baltimore. Uh, you know they've been kind of a they've been kind of a Jekyll and Hyde. Whether whether they've either been all pass and play good defense, they always play good defense, or they've or they really haven't mixed in the run as much as you know a Baltimore team you would expect them to. You know with a good de- good offensive yeah. line, you know. Yeah. They've been I mean, more they pass happy. Ground, they don't have that ground game that they've had, you know, in the past. I think. I yeah. Think that, you know. They're trying to work Dixon in more, the rookie. So, but it's more or less it's on Flacco right right now. So, yeah, it looks like that's what they're doing. It was a big blow up in practice this week with Flacco and Steve Smith. Supposedly Steve Smith went nuts on Flacco in practice because Flacco was like throwing bad, like had a bad practice. He all his throws were off, and Smith snapped on him in practice this week. Uh, So, Steve Smith should uh, he should watch what it says. You don't get the ball. Yeah, not only that, you're a thirty eight year old wide receiver, you'd be happy you should just yeah. be happy you have a team right now. <laughs> yeah, really. Watch them coming off an injury, right? I mean coming off an injury, I mean you should be happy you have a team right now. You know, if Flacco has a ring in this game. Yeah, I'm taking Baltimore. I think uh I I just don't like what I've seen out of Philadelphia, you know. I mean, listen, did you know, basically their seasons come down to, you know, getting the quarterback experience. That's what you got, you know, Philadelphia fans will be happy, you know. I mean, I'm not sure they're ever happy, but you know what? They'll be happy as they can be with the quarterback going. Yeah, they go, going they're going in the right direction. Exactly. You, you know, there's a lot of movement that Deshaun Jackson might want, is 
talking about going to go back there. Already, <laughs> he's on another team, and he's talking about going back there. Right? In the too, yeah, there's a lot of talk about yeah, but a lot of a lot of that where they smoke is fire. So we'll see how that yeah. how that. Well, he'd up. still be there if it wasn't for Chip Kelly, probably. Yeah. You know, that McCoy trade was so bad. I, I, I look at the McCoy trade, that was so bad. Yeah, it was so. a bad trade. But, uh, all right, so now uh, Green Bay at Chicago. I mean, is there any way Green Bay loses this game? I don't see it. I think Green Bay's a team to watch right now in the playoff hunt. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, the one way they lose this game is if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play. But uh, I would say he's probably going to play. I mean, I, I know he's questionable, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's play. yeah, Troy was making a lot about the injury last week. Uh, if you watched the game and, you, you know, and you had the sound up, he was making a lot that, you know, that he thought thought it was more, you know, it was more of a, of a, of a serious injury because he was out. Basically, the team was up by uh, three touchdowns. I mean, Troy, I mean, they weren't losing that game. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Yeah, I understand Troy. They completely dominated Seattle last week. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah, so um, yeah, that that was just you want to get your back. You want to get Hundley some snaps. So you know, it's already Aaron Rodgers didn't look so. Uh, you know, he was limping around. You want to get him off the field with the team with the lead. You know. You know, I don't see I don't see any possible way that that Chicago wins this game. You know, to put it bluntly. Me either. And I got to say one thing, though. Matt Barkley hasn't played bad, right, at all. He's actually played pretty decent. Well, both backup quarterbacks play pretty good for the Bears. It's just, I guess Jay Culler who stinks. Now, Jets fans, there's a guy. Don't be surprised. If you're a Jets fan, no, no. You run the other way. You run the other way, McCullough. You run the other way. I'd rather oh, have man, no I, wins. I could see it. I could see it. Oh, that turkey! That that turkey don't fly. I'm telling you right now. You don't. You don't want Jay Cutler on your team. You guy's a loser. Yeah, I wouldn't want him. Get on, but he was never able to put it all together. Jeff George. Like I like I said, yeah, all, Jeff you, George, all you. Jeff George. That's the perfect comparison. Jeff George. All you young NFL fans have never got a chance to see Jeff George swing the ball around. Just look at Jay Cutler. Yeah, that's a perfect comparison. Jay Cutler's Jeff George. That's it. All right, now we're going to talk about. So we're both taking Green Bay, obviously. Yeah. That so now, now Tampa at Dallas, great matchup. I mean, you're talking about Dallas coming off the tough loss, all the controversy with them this week. Tampa, red hot team. Coming in, Dallas is seven point favorite. As much as I want to so, pick Tampa Bay, I, I really do want to pick I Tampa can't Bay. I, I can't, I can't go with them because simply because the Dallas Cowboys coming off a loss. You know, they, they're not. I don't, I don't see. I mean, you really want, you, you really want people jumping off the bridge in uh, Dallas to lose two games in a row at this point of the year. Yeah, I mean, if you really happening. want clown show, I mean that that'll bring the clown show to Dallas. I mean, if they lose this game. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I, I've liked what I see out of Tampa Bay. The defense is going to be, you know, one of the defenses on the rise. You know, they, they have a great young defense. I think, at least in my opinion. And uh, 
But yeah, I mean, it's uh, hopefully it's going to be a good game. You know, they flex the game to Sunday night. But uh, I don't see I don't see how Dallas. I just think they're going to it's going to they're going to give the ball to Elliott, you know, and uh, probably just give the ball to Elliott and just you know ride him ride him to a nice tidy ten point win or something like that. Something something close to that. Yeah, and I'm hearing that people saying if Prescott struggles, they may put Romo in this week. I mean, he he, he did play. It was a bad game. He did play. He played a really bad game last week, Prescott. I mean. I mean, it's a game of the year, right? I mean, really. I mean, listen. I mean, he has it made that he should. He can't. You know, you want to see your quarterback make. He has there's certain throws the guy can't make. There's no anybody who's watching it can't deny it. There's certain throws that Zach Prescott can't make. It's there, but he has one game, so it's hard to say what you do. It's it's a tough call for them. I mean, obviously you got to stay with Prescott right now. Eleven and two. I don't see how you can pull the guy. I mean, but, you know, we're going to bring in a caller to talk about this with us right now. Christine, what's going on? Hello? I guess you lost us. Christine? I mean, she'll call back if anything. All right. The Dallas fan, Christine, we're going to call in and talk about Dallas here. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't see Dallas losing this game either. I just I, they're seven point favorites, which is a high spread. But you know, looking at it that way, but the Buccaneers though are a team on the rise. But no doubt about that's, it. That's yeah, because the Dallas Dallas fans like to, you know, just a bunch of pom pom fans betting, betting yeah. the house on Dallas. That's true. All right, so we'll wait to see if Christine calls back, and we'll, and we'll go back to it if she calls back. Uh, Jaguars at Texans. That's yeah, that makes these Texans win easy. I think uh, I think uh, Jacksonville's pretty much mailed it in for the season. That's pretty much the only, you know, the only reason I, I'm picking the Texans here. You know, they just I mean, even though they did, it, I mean, we I think we both picked Indianapolis last last week, and uh, yeah, I I, I got to say this. Yeah, I, yes, I hate the gospel. I hate him. Oh? I hate the. I hate that motherfucker. Brock Osweiler, oh. I hate him. Oh, yeah, he's bad. I, I hate him. That's turned into a horrible signing. Yeah, I mean, listen, I cut him. I cut him right now. I don't let him I don't let him I don't let him infect my team for next year. And I mean I don't mean effect, I mean infect. I don't let that I don't let that son of a bitch infect my team for next year. Cut him. Thank you. Thank it's you. Amazing. It was it was it's nice. It was nice place. having you for one year. It was nice having you for the one year, but you know what? You can move along. Yeah, no, it's amazing. It really is that, that how bad they're in first place with how bad he's been. It really is. All right, but I think Christine's back on. Let's see if we can get him on here. Brent, what's going on? Brent, I don't know what's up. With the phone. Hello. What's Foley? Is this hey. Foley? I thought that was defoting. Yes. What's going on? Yeah, hi. You're on with Pete. Nothing. I haven't re- Hi, Pete. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Yeah, I know. I, I've been listening to you. I'm good. What's going Got on? a lot of snow. You get any snow where you are? No, no. I, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I really haven't snow. called because you know me. I don't really know too much about football. But uh, last week I watched... Um, 
the Giants and the Cowboys. Because yeah. two of my favorite guys were rooting for both of those teams. So I said, let me watch them. But I, it was really good. But it was a little boring, the game, because Dallas was winning all along, you know. And uh, they really a good team. And, well, it was a little um, boring game, too. There wasn't a lot of My son, Mike, offensively. Like, yeah, but it was a boring game. And then I, I fell asleep. The last, I'll tell you the truth, I fell asleep the last, I don't even remember, the last 20 minutes, I think. And um, I didn't know who won the game. I thought Dallas won it because they were leading, I think, 7-3 to three, or something like that. And then I heard yeah, the next day on the news the that the, the Giants won it. Yeah, but it was a cold, cold night, too, there. Because Christine was there with... Uh, Raymond and the girls, and they were freezing. So, anyway, that's why I really watched the game, because I wanted to see if I saw them. And it yeah. was good. It was You know, I'm, I'm starting to understand a little bit about it. And uh, today, I know uh, you're going with uh, Mike and yeah. little Anthony yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, Miami game. So, I just wanted to wish yeah. you luck. I hope your team wins. Thank you. <laughs> so, just bundle up. Yeah, bundle up, bring some blankets and hats. Yeah, Michael got so, a blanket. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't really know. Yeah, he better bring a blanket for himself, too. <laughs> He's both, although of these better wear hats and gloves because it's really cold there. Did you get much snow? No, little. Yeah, we got some, but it's not, it's all, it's raining. Loud? It's all going away. Yeah, it's all going away now. It's raining now. Yeah, it stopped up here. It just stopped. So it's supposed to turn into rain. Just be careful. And uh, I hope, uh, go Dolphins. I hope the Dolphins win. Who are they yeah, playing? Yeah, oh boy. The Jets. Oh. Uh, well, that's a All good right. team, too. That's a New York team. I like all the New York teams. So, okay, <laughs> have a nice time at the game. I just wanted to tell you that uh, I haven't called because, like I says, I really don't understand football, but I listen to it. I listen to your show every week. So, Thank you. good luck. Thank you. Baseball will be back before you know it. Probably. Okay, have a nice time tonight. Be careful. All right. Thank yeah, you. right. Oh, that, that's another thing. I just want to tell you one more thing. I'm so glad Cespedes got signed again. Yeah, well, thank God. On the Mets. Yeah, that would have been bad if he didn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, that would have made good radio. Cause that yeah. Epic, well, anyway, can't rain. wait for baseball. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Two yeah. months. Okay, can't wait for baseball. Hope to see you soon, uh, Ant, and um, you too, Pete. Yeah, All right, definitely. Kathy, thank you. Thanks for calling. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay. Bodie calling in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I move on. Cleveland <laughs> at Buffalo. <laughs> Cleveland um, at Buffalo. Yeah, uh, I'm not picking Cleveland ever again. So uh, <laughs> I got Buffalo. Yeah, I already picked Buffalo here because you know those are a better team. You know, in each every position. Did they, they did they fire did they fire Rex Ryan? No, but they didn't talk of it. There was talk last week of Ryan maybe getting fired and Tyrod Taylor getting replaced as the quarterback. And, you know, I heard well, that. Two, 
They might not pick up Taylor's option. Tyron Taylor. Yeah, it would have been two stupid moves. I mean, why would you fire Rex Ryan? He's got this. He's got his team. Uh, you know, just you know, between suspensions and injuries, just to have your team playing playing the way they are would be a silly thing to do. I mean, listen. You want to talk about another team that maybe uh, Jeff Fisher uh, has, you know, is on the on the short list if they fire Ryan, which would be silly. I mean, why would you fire Rex Ryan? I mean, he's gotten he's made chicken chicken salad out of chicken shit all year, and uh, he's got the team playing good. I mean, he, at least I mean, uh, most uh, most other coaches, you know, this team would it's a two or three win team without with all the injuries and suspensions. It's crazy, crazy talk. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. If they, ha- I don't think I got Buffalo this week to win easy. But if they lost this yeah. week somehow, he probably wouldn't. He would probably get fired if they lost to Cleveland. He would think. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess. But uh, yeah, you got to. They're gonna win this game. I mean, you know, yeah, I think Cleveland's gonna blow out. Yeah, Cleveland can't get out of their own way right now. I mean, they're you know, they're just. I feel bad. I feel bad for my uh, fellow Brownie fans out there. You know, just uh. You know, suck it up, you know. I mean, just look Listen, for the I future. Trying, I, know you, I know you a long time. You had a soft, always had a soft spot for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, so, you know, you got, you're going to, it looks like you're going to have uh, two, uh, maybe not maybe not top ten. You're going to have the first pick overall and, uh, you know, and possibly another top 15 pick, you know, just look to rebuild. Yeah, they got some, and they got extra picks. So they're in good shape. Them in Tennessee are in good draft shape this year. Tennessee is in good yeah. shape too this year. Oh, Tennessee for the future. I mean, they they played really yeah. well. I've been real impressed with Tennessee, the way they played this all. They so, yeah. They're playing good. They're, they're and, playing good deal. and Marcus, I know it's Marcus Mariota. I'm so, you know, it's Marcus Mariota. I, I get it. For for <laughs> you wise guy fans, I know it's Marcus. Okay. So we'll move on to that game. Tennessee at Kansas City. That's a good matchup for the AFC this week. Okay, here's I'm having an upset here. I, I, I this is my upset pick. I'm taking I'm taking Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee. I uh, I know Kansas City's one of the well, trust me, I know. It's one of the toughest places to win. But uh I just think the law of averages catch up to them and catch up to them this week and you know. You know, the, even though Andy Reid, you know, the last last half of the usually the last four games of the season, you know, his teams are hard to beat. But uh, I just like what I've seen out of Tennessee. You know, did they run? The, they pound you with the run, and then they they play action and they make big plays. You know, with the passing game, whether it be to the tight end or one of these young wide receivers. And I, I just really like what I've seen out of them. You know, just uh, you know, running the ball with uh, you know, Murray, Henry, and even even Mariota makes a lot of plays with his legs. I, I'm going to pick an upset this game. I'm going to say Tennessee wins it. Okay, I'm going to say Kansas City. I give you like, at home. They're tough to win. I think they'll win this game. But Tennessee is a good team. I agree with you. <clears throat> they, they do a lot of good things offensively. And uh, I just think at home, Kansas. I like Kansas City just because they're home. I think they'll win. They're just rolling right now, Kansas City. I'll tell you, Andy Reid is so underrated. This guy. Oh, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, guy just wins, 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 and nobody talks about him. I do. I love, I love the, I love those, I love those big-bodied coaches. You know how I feel about them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's definitely, that's a, listen, that's a crucial game in the AFC. I mean, you know, 
when you're looking at the standings here. I mean, Tennessee obviously needs this game to stay in the race. They're seven and six, and tied with Houston. So, you know, that it's a big game for them. But Houston's playing Jacksonville, so they didn't need to win to keep pace right there. You know, and Kansas City tied with the Raiders at ten and three. So it's a huge game, and it's a big game in the AFC. Yeah. So, and then you have uh, the, the Colts who are six and seven going up in Minnesota. It's seven and six, big game for the Vikings and Adrian Peterson coming back. It's, it's going to be a. I'm going to go with Minnesota just because they're home too. I like the home team here. What do you think of this game? Yeah, I'm going to take Indianapolis uh, because uh, Minnesota has a couple of their corner, a couple of their, a couple of their players from their secondary are missing, and uh, I don't know. I just have a, I just have a feeling that uh, Indianapolis is going to pull the upset here. You know, I just, Harrison uh, Smith is out, right? Harrison Smith is out, so. Yeah, I think one of the cornerbacks, too, uh, is out. So, I mean, Harrison Smith really more he more affects the, the run game than, you know, he's more of a run stopper and, you know, a blitzer than he yeah. is, you know, at the back end, you know, stopping big plays on on defense. But uh, I just think he's like he's like the captain of their secondary, and I think that's going to really affect their, uh, their performance. And, uh, you know, I mean, Whenever you, whenever you have a tough, whenever I have a tough time picking a game, I usually just look at the quarterbacks. You know, not that Sam Sam Bradford's had a pretty good year. You know, considering all, the, you know, the change of teams. You know, right before the season began, but uh, you know, I you just still got to take luck. I mean, you know, when I have a tough time, I look at luck. I look at Bradford. I'm gonna go with luck. So yeah, yeah, and I don't think he obviously Peterson's not gonna be a you know he's gonna I'm sure have a limited. You know, snap count. I actually think I, I actually so. think he's gonna. I actually think that's more of a distraction than a than a. To be honest with you, just just yeah, he's got to fit a guy in there who's been, you know, out of the game plan all year. You know, I just think it's gonna be more of a distraction than a than a help right now. Okay. Well, we'll see. All right, Saints at Cardinals. I like I kind of like Arizona too. I just uh, you know ever since we both kissed uh, Drew Brees' butt a couple of weeks ago, he's uh, I think he hasn't thrown. I think he's thrown six. Yeah, I think he's thrown no inter- no touchdowns and six interceptions. So uh, yeah, the last I don't know. Yeah, so plus you get the, you get them out of the dome, but you know I'm Arizona. I'm not, I'm not saying Arizona's making any runs here. This season's over, but uh, you know. They're not gonna. They're not gonna lay down for anybody. So I. I still. I like. I like Arizona in this game. Yeah, they're gonna still come to play defensively too. So. I agree. All right, forty nine is that Falcons. I don't see any way the Falcons uh, lose this game. Yeah, I mean, Falcons by three touchdowns. I mean, yeah. you can't make. You can't make the line. Tyler, Tyler Gabriel fans, you had a good week this week for fantasy. I'm sure. It's not going to be Julio Jones. He's out again. <clears throat> I was talking about that before. Like, in the fantasy playoffs right now, this is like Super Bowl playoff weeks in a lot of leagues. You got Julio, A.J. Green, Gordon, all these guys out. You know, like big names. Yeah. Stupid. That's why you never know when you play. Uh, Patriots at Broncos. Now, here's a big, another big AFC matchup. 11-2 Patriots looking at, you know, trying to Stay ahead for the number one seed, and Denver obviously in a must-win, holding the sixth spot right now, tied with Miami. This is a tough game, I gotta say. The picks. 
It's not for me. I go with New England. I, I said last week I, I, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with what I've been saying. I'm not going to not going to look back either. I think Denver's done. Yeah, you know, that's that's what I'm looking at too. I just don't I, I don't know if Denver can put up points to stay with. And New England, as great as Denver's defense is, and it is great, and they're going to play good probably Sunday. Got to figure Brady's still going to put some points on the board here. I, I, I still think you're going to put up 30 points. I, I, I still find a way to put up 30 points. Yeah, and you know they really want to get that home field. So, they, you know, they're coming in for that. Just the quarterback situation in Denver scares me. So, it's not even the quarterback situation. To me, it's, uh, you know, you Denver, over the last few years, they've played a lot of extra games. And you know what? You know, it's it's not like they have Tom Brady. I mean, I, yeah, I like Simeon, but uh, you know Brady is the unequivocal leader of that team. And you know what? He goes for the throat when he when he has a chance to. He goes for that jugular, and you know, and he uh, you know, he knows how to close these team these games out. You know, and whether it be at Mile High or wherever it may be, you know, Mile High, wherever whatever their stadium is now. And I just think that uh, you know, Patriots on a roll. And you know what? I think it's gonna. I'm, I, I think this game's uh, is a TV game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a TV game. So, uh, yeah, this is a TV game. And uh, we'll be able to watch this game, though, from, from beginning to end here in New York. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's going to be – it's a fascinating game to watch. Just that I, I just I just like New England. Yeah, and I think I think New England's going to be able to run the ball. Dem has a great pass rush, but I think New England, the interior – Broncos interior could struggle to stop Blunt in this game. Interesting stat, too. Brady is 6-9 and nine career at Denver, and seven of those losses came against the Broncos when they had either Jake Plummer, Brian Greasy, Kyle Orton, or Brock Osweiler at quarterback. Wow. <laughs> so, but, you know, can you add uh, Trevor Simeon to that list? But... <laughs> This is going to be one of those games, one of the very few games in my lifetime where yeah, I'm actually going to hope Denver can pull this game out. One of the few times in life you root for Denver. Oh, I wouldn't say I'm rooting for them. I just, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing it. It's hard to root for Denver. You wouldn't be up. You wouldn't lose any sleep over the outcome if they won. It, yeah. And that leads us to, you know, why you mean that? Because the Raiders at Chargers, big game as well for the Raiders here, and I think the Chargers pretty much have mailed it in now. For the last couple of weeks, there's a team I think's mailed it in, and I, I think Oakland wins this game handily. What do you think? Well, I hope so. I mean, I, I'm picking the Raiders here because, uh, you know, it's a must-win. I mean, I've been, you know, been saying this so long. These games are much must-wins. You know, they start to play in Denver. You know, I think they have Indianapolis next week uh, coming to Oakland. So, yeah, I think this is a, this is a must win for them, and uh, I would like to see them, you know, go back to their winning ways, put up 35 points, you know, and just uh, leave, it, leave it at that, you know, to get a nice tidy 35-24 win because, you know, the Raiders don't stop anybody on defense, you know. Yeah, and yeah. They, they don't win any of these games 27-3. You know, let's just leave it at that. I mean, but uh, – yeah, I mean, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, second half I'll be able to relax, put my feet up, you know, and 
with the defense and say, all right, even if they give up 20 points, you know, they're probably not going to lose. Yeah, I agree. I, I, like you said, I see 30-plus points in this game for Oakland. See a couple, probably like 10 penalties for the Raiders. So. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's always, always the case. I right, then another big one, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati, a big one for Pittsburgh, actually, you know, hold first place the game up on Baltimore. What do you think of this one? Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's on the road. It could be tough. I, I like Pitt, though, but I think it could be a tough game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough game, too, but I like Pittsburgh, you know. I mean, if I was uh, looking at the lines and betting with the lines, there's a possibility I'd take uh, Cincinnati getting a field goal, but uh, – yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Pittsburgh here in a close game, you know, maybe the, the last stand for Marvin Lewis and the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, uh, you know, we want to talk another another place where you could have your boy, uh, your boy coach, and uh, maybe Cincinnati if they finally decide to <laughs> uh, pull the trigger on Marvin Lewis. Your boy Marvin. I, I, choose, I would like to see a good, co- good offensive coach, you know, coach that team. And actually, Marvin Lewis would be like the perfect defensive coordinator. You know, if you have a good offensive team, but, uh, you know, it's well, not going to happen. He knows how to pick plays. He's a good GM. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's had all A-plus drafts the last five years. All, there's a reason why there's a lot of pressure on him is because they always have these, these fantastic drafts. Yeah. Yeah, he would be an interesting GM. That's a good point. That's a good, really good point by him, yeah. They should keep him as a GM and just get a new and hire his own coach, right? It would be nice. Although we don't see that a lot in sports where you keep, you know, you just move the guy up. Yeah. They'll get rid of him and then they'll go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, there'll be a there'll be a clean break up there when they decide to finally pull the trigger. And he ends up on the Rams, running things for the Rams. Oh, I love it. It's a good spot. Although I, I, I hate to see actually I, I liked what I've seen out of Goff. I, I like what I've seen out of Goff so far. I think, you know, for a guy, you know, who's been pretty much, you know, you know, hidden, you know, he's buried on the that chart all year. I, I think that he, uh, I think that, he, you know, he, he's done a few good things, you know, to merit, you know, you know, to merit some confidence if you're a Rams fan. Yeah, I agree. And the Gurley's just had a disappointing year, right? I mean, I mean, some of it's the line, it's just a lot of combination things, but. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it's too, he's, uh, He's the one guy you got to stop. And, you know, when you're a running back and you're the only guy, unless you're LaDainian Tomlinson or Barry Sanders, I mean, unless you're, you're, you know, if you're a running back and, you know, and you got nine people in the box, it makes it pretty tough. It makes it pretty tough to, um, you know, to be an effective runner, you know? Yeah. All right. Yes, we both agree Pittsburgh. And Monday night, Carolina at Washington. I'm going to go Washington. Washington needs the game. You know, Carolina's yeah. team, you know, with town, Carolina has playoff talent, but they're not in the playoffs. But they could be a team dangerous in these type of games, like playing spoilers, you know, because they still might want to win. And that's why I'm going to pick Carolina this week. All right. We're going against each other here again. That's good. Yeah, but, yeah, I kind of like, I kind of, I like that pick by you, yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go Washington simply because they, it's a must-win game for them. I mean, you gotta stop the bleeding if you're Washington. You know you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta get this win. You know, even though they they beat the um the Eagles 
it's still you know they they haven't been as clean as they as you like as you like to watch the offense as you like to see on offense. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Washington here. The, the, the guy Kelly has really been a you know has really put some balance into that offensive you know into that Washington offense. You know, balancing the, the pass but pass the um pass the um to Russia totals. But uh, you know. I'm gonna go with Washington here. I just think it's too big a game, and you know, and I like, I like the coach. I like Coach Gruden. I like what he uh, brings to the team. And, you know, I like his game plans, and uh, you know, I'm gonna go with Washington here. Yeah, well, we have five different picks this week now. And, uh, this, so this could be the week. As you try to make up some ground here, with three weeks left. That's, Definitely good, but yeah, I just think Carol, I think Carol, Carolina has just spoiled the Washington season this week. So I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely going to pick Carolina this game. I just have a feeling that they're going to show some pride and try and eliminate Washington this week. Well, I'll tell you, Washington, I feel they have to like the top ranked offense is pretty crazy, right? Yeah. That's, that's you know, coming crazy. into the year, I really like their defense. You know, and, you know, I really like their offense, too. But, you know what, their defense really has been disappointing. You know, they've you know, been a bit disappointed, you know, giving up a lot of long drives and, you know, and just they've had to do it on offense. And, and you know, and they've done it. And so far they have done it. Yeah. Yeah, no, they've definitely, you know, I mean, listen, they obviously need this game. So they have to, you know, you expect them to come out and play good. I just have a feeling about this game. Also, a note about the Pittsburgh game again, I forgot to throw out there, was, uh, you know, obviously last week Le'Veon Bell had an incredible game, right? 50-something points in fantasy. I mean, the guy just, but he's just, um, you know, he's just having an unbelievable year. And I just, I heard this, they're actually talking to him now because he's a free agent after this year, a franchise, um, which is probably not a surprise at that point. Yeah, he's not somebody you want to give a, a long-term contract, contract to because of his his issues off the field. I mean, I mean, and he's got no one to blame. Franchising him for a couple of years, right? Exactly, but he's got no one to blame but himself too. I mean, you can't get you no matter how good you are, you're one you're one suspension away for being for being done for a year. I mean, yeah. you, you you know you can't you you know you you take it. You know, you, this this is the way the running back. This is the way running backs are anyway. You don't ever want to, you know, give a big number to a running back because, you know, today tonight today you're great. Next day, you, you know, tomorrow you, you you know you're done. Just the way the running back position is. Yeah, no, that's true. You never know. That's that's true, and especially like you said with his issues, it's gonna be hard. For, I mean, I'm sure any contract he, he he would sign now would have some kind of provision in it for the would have to if he did sign a long term deal, right? It would have to be something. If he gets into any trouble, gets suspended, the contract could be voided or something. Well, the NFL has a rule: if you sign a contract and then you get suspended for either either drug or performance enhancing stuff, you have to forfeit your uh. You forfeit all your, your signing bonuses. We've seen that happen with Lane Johnson of the Philadelphia Eagles signed a big contract in the off season. Then next thing you know, he got pinched for uh, performance enhanced drugs, gets a ten game suspension. He had to forfeit all that money they gave him up front. So yeah, it's a good it's a good, good job by the NFL putting that rule in there. 
All right, so so we both had Seattle. You got the Jets tonight. I got Miami. We both had Green Bay, Dallas, Houston, Buffalo, Baltimore. You had Tennessee. I have Kansas City. You have Detroit. I have the Giants. You have Indianapolis. I have Minnesota. We both have Arizona, Atlanta, New England, Oakland, Pittsburgh. And then you have Washington, and I have Carolina. So the five different picks, obviously, the Jet-Miami game. The Tennessee, Kansas City, the Detroit Giants, the Indianapolis, Minnesota, and the Washington, Carolina. Those are the five different picks from the you know, week 15 of the NFL. So, obviously, after this, there's two weeks left. I mean, this is crunch time of the season. And uh, so, what, what's your feeling right now for the for the playoffs? Like, what do you what do you think? What do you think? Do the Raiders win the division? Or do you think they get a wild card? I think they probably get the wild card. They have, um, I mean, let's, you know, if, you know, if my, uh, if my uh, upset special of the week, Tennessee, if they could win, if they could win this week, that opens it up for the Raiders, but then they still have to win another game and Kansas City loses another game. Of course, Kansas City has the tiebreak because they beat them twice. I'm going to say the Raiders are going to have to do it with the wild card, uh, of course, they had any chance of winning the division, they would have had to win that game in Kansas City last week. But they, you know, they played a dud. They, you know, laid an egg. That was their chance. So uh, yeah, I'm going to say they make it to the wild card, and I'm going to say Pittsburgh takes it as the second wild card. I'm going to okay, say Pittsburgh so will Baltimore's going to win the division then. No, I was going to say yeah. I was going to just say Pittsburgh or Baltimore, one of those two. I mean, it's okay. tough, tough injury with the Dolphins. I mean, it's hard to pick the Dolphins. You know, after losing uh, Tannehill. Yeah, yeah, we only hope. What about the NFC? What do you think? How's that shaping out? You think? So I would say, you know, I, I would think that you know the um, I, there's a good chance that the the two wild cards come out of the NFC East. Who would have thought that at the beginning of the season? You know, you get the Washington Redskins and the Giants probably. Uh, you know, probably you know with the with the wild card. It only looks like a. Oh, you know what? You got the Detroit. You know, it's it's good. Actually, the the wild the wild card is going to be very very much uh, the second wild card. You know, something to grab that yeah. last spot. Exactly. I actually I actually look look out for Green Bay. I think yeah. I think Green Bay is going to get that spot. The second wild card or the division. The second wild card. Okay, yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. It's it's funny how it's you know it's taken. Well, it's taken Tampa, Tampa beats Dallas, then Tampa's in good shape. If they could beat Dallas this week, yeah, good point. You know, they might be in the driver's seat. And if the Giants win this week, they beat the Giants. Uh, definitely had it locked up. Pretty much. So. We'll see next week. We'll see what it looks like next week. Because next week, you know, we can have a whole different outlook, right, next week, depending on the outcome of some of these games. Yeah, you got a lot of big games this week with uh, playoff implications, so. Yeah. Team of the NFL right there. Me and PDD giving you all the picks and going by our record, like I said. You should follow what we're saying because our records speak for themselves here. But, uh. So you ready? Uh, you ready for some, go through the college quick? Oh, definitely. Are you kidding me? All right. To be I'm honest, to be honest, if the loser, 
be honest, after losing my playoff game this week, I needed a, a week. I didn't even watch the um, I didn't even watch this Thursday night game. I needed a, a week I know. off. I agree. I agree. It's just it's too much. It was you know, built up at Miami, Oklahoma, you know. Well, yeah, you know, uh, especially losing because of a fucking cheetah. Cheetah. Yeah, jumping, jumping, sure. jumping, my jumping. No, that, that right there. <laughs> if, New England, if New England doesn't cheat, I win my game. So I lost yeah, by three yeah. points. I lost by three points. New England cheats, blocks my kicker's field goal. I lose points for that. Plus, you know, it is what it is. Fucking New England. Yeah, that, 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 that's enough to make you throw up. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm ready for bowls. We have bowls this week tonight. So today, we have game one. It's twelve o'clock. One. Yeah, no, two we'll, o'clock. We'll, I know. We'll, one. We'll, we'll go through most of them. And, you know, we'll break down, especially the bigger ones. We'll talk more about the bigger games. Yeah, let's right? talk about That's, the bigger. Yeah, let's. We'll start off talking about the good stuff, and then we'll work our way down. Okay. Yeah. All right. So before we get into the playoff, obviously, we'll say you want to do the playoff first. Yeah, we can do the playoff. First, that's fine with me. All right, so obviously we have Alabama, obviously in the one seed here. Obviously, uh, what do you think, Alabama? You know, do you, do you see Alabama losing? I mean, in this, you got any shot of Alabama losing right now? In any in this whole well, playoff? All, all season, all season, I've been waiting for the guy hurts on the quarterback for Alabama to have the freshman. Have a bad game, and it's like it's, it hasn't happened. And uh, you know, even if now I'm, I'm thinking about it, even if he does have a bad game, they just have so much talent. I don't see them losing. You know, uh, I don't see them losing at least to Washington. As, as much as I like my Washington pick, I, I yeah. just you know they they drew they drew the they drew the, the long straw here, and they had to face Alabama. I'm looking at an Alabama at another Alabama or uh, Clemson. I mean, another Alabama or Ohio State uh, national championship game. Because you got Clemson playing Ohio State in, uh, yeah, in, yeah. Um, in the other game. And that game will be a lot more entertaining, I would think. Ohio State, I would think Clemson, so, that's, yeah. That's going to be a good game. I actually like Clemson. I think Clemson's going to win in that game. Yeah. I just don't want to see a repeat. I just don't want to see a, re, a replay of next. I know, I know. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna throw a monkey wrench into it and say Ohio State. We're both saying Alabama pretty much. Yeah, I mean Alabama right now it's just, I, 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 it's just with, with this, with, you talk about a swine, and he's a great coach in college, even though he's a swine of a human being. But you, you hear about the you hear about the story that came out the guy that used to play for the Dolphins. He said this week that he left practice. He's like he couldn't show up for practice one day because he's going to see his dying like mother or grandmother for the last time. And when he came back, Buck stayed in Cubs. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm really yeah, not surprised. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, that's Nick Saban. That's all you need to know about Nick Saban right there. But what do you think Washington can do to try to, like, have any chance? Like, what's Washington, any hope that Washington got to do? I think if they – I think – to me, Washington – I've seen Washington play a lot. I think they have 
I think they have three first round uh, players from their secondary. I think I think if Washington can get up to a can get a ten nothing, seventeen nothing lead, if they could jump on jump them early, and and put pressure on on Alabama to have to become one dimensional, I think that's their one chance. I mean, if if you know if you're gonna if you're gonna just go just line up and try and pound the ball at Alabama, I mean you're not. You're not winning. I think, and I think Washington knows that. I mean, I think they're going to have to line up, spread them out, you know, and try and put some points. They have some playmakers on the outside, and they have Jake Brown. And what a, you know, to me, he, he, if he was, if he was, if he was uh, coming out this year, he'd be uh, the first pick in the draft. But he's only a, he's only a sophomore, and uh, you know, he's not eligible eligible for the draft. So, I think I think I like the quarterback for Washington. I like Browning, like I just said, and they have. Had some spectacular, uh, you know. They even have two good running backs, but unfortunately, this isn't a game where your running backs are gonna, you know, win the game for you. You're gonna have to win this game throwing the ball. Like I said, if I think Washington comes out puts puts 17 spot early in the game, and uh, you know, make make Hurts have to um, throw the ball. I mean, that's their one shot. But you're not gonna line up against Alabama, you know, and beat them up, you know, running the ball. You shouldn't even. You know, balance shouldn't. You know, you're gonna come into this game one-dimensional. That's their one shot. Yeah, I mean, listen, you're talking. You know, Alabama has a 98, you know, defensive efficiency. Efficiency. You know, first, first in all of college. You know, 98 percent. You know, so. Yeah. <laughs> and and strength of record, you know, 99.8 percent. I mean, just un- un- unbelievable. You know, but like you yeah. talk about Washington's offense, Washington's second in the nation in offensive efficiency, you know, 85.9%. So that's like Washington has to put up some points early to have any shot in this game. You know, it's been a, it's been a dream season all year for them, right? And, you know, you called it. You did call it early on. You know, that was one of your yeah. goals, right? <laughs> your original yeah, you know, playoff game. Yeah, I called it before the season, you know, which is, you know, pretty impressive. But unfortunately, that they get stuck playing. Yeah, listen, I shit the bed. I shit the bed uh, in my fantasy, so I can't tap myself on the back for that. So I gotta I have something that I could uh, hang my hat on this week. Yeah. So. Listen, listen it's something you look back at what I'd be proud of, you know, at the end of the season. Yeah. I, I said this was going to happen. Not many other people that have said this. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking, I'm, looking, I'm sorry, Dad. Yeah, I'm looking at, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was just going to just go back to I'm looking at an Alabama or Ohio State, uh, you know, national championship game, which would be a really good game. Either or. I mean, even, even the rematch of Clemson would be, a, to me, would be a great game, you know. I mean, if – Honestly, if I was going to say the one the one team that you know I would actually think give them the the biggest uh, challenge, it would probably be Clemson because they're, because of talent. You know, they just have Clemson just has you know is not as much talent as Alabama, but they their their talent is still impressive. And, they, and they, you know what? Out of all the quarterbacks, they have you know the the best college quarterback and you know Deshaun Watson, you know dual threat guy. Now, what do you think? Do you think Watson got robbed at Heisman? Do you think he should have had it? Francesca was going nuts over it, saying that he should have won the Heisman. Not yeah, to, I mean, you know, what do you think of that? 
I mean, it could go either way, right? The stats, stats favor the, you know, stats don't favor Watson overall stats this year, but the competition is different, right? So, yeah, plus Lawrence Jackson, they put up a lot of points, put up a lot of his touchdowns early against, uh, you know, against not the greatest competition. You know, he's had a lot of eight touchdown, nine touchdown games against, uh, you know, lesser competition. But, uh, you know, it is, you know, I, I, I would have probably gave it to Jackson because of the, you know, you you look at everything and you just look at the stats and you're like, wow, this guy had a, you know, a tremendous year. I mean, you want to reward the guy who had the best year, you know, and not, not putting the, not putting the, um, you know, not putting the the competition, you know, as such a big factor. I would have gave it to Jackson. You know, but this is a fool. He was talking about McCaffrey. I think he voted for McCaffrey. If you vote for McCaffrey, you're a moron. So, I mean. Yeah. He yeah, even really. talk about McCaffrey at the, at the end of the year. To me, it just shows a lack of knowledge. Twice. Francesca. He likes to just be controversial. Ohio State with the second-ranked defensive efficiency, 89.4%. So, you know, both teams have great schedule. You know, Ohio State, the second-ranked, hardest schedule. Clemson, the third-ranked, hardest schedule. So they're both, bat- you know, battle-tested. This is going to be a great game. I think this will be definitely more competitive than the other game. I, I just think this game could come down to the, obviously late in the fourth quarter. And who can make the big play at the end? And I think I'm going I'm to favor Watson. I just think he's going to make the plays to win this game down the stretch. And I think Clemson's hungry. I think Clemson wants it this year. Well, I hope so. I mean, I, I, well, they want another crack at Alabama. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've been real. I've been a, I've been a fan of this Clemson team. You know, they, they, I really like Watson. I like the defensive players. Um. Uh, I've been talking about Mike Williams, the, the wide receiver, all year on this uh, on your on your show. Oh uh, yeah, I, I mean, and, and Ohio State has this guy, uh, Samuel. He's from he's actually one of the very rare recruits. He's from Brooklyn, and uh, he's more of like he's a running back, like slash like uh, wide receiver. He's one of those running backs who uh, who I who, who would I recall? I, I would compare him to like a Percy Harvin type of guy. You know, who's made a lot of plays for them, you know, running the ball and catching, you know, and a lot of uh, a lot of explosive plays in the passing game. I mean, if I think if they can, if JT Barrett, Barrett could have a, you know, just, you know, if they, if he could get his short passing game and if they're not, you know, if they could, they could mix the ball in and JT Barrett can get a lot of uh, short passes, short passing game, because he's really not the most accurate passer. But if we can uh, get a, you know, hit a, on his short passes, I think uh, Iowa State has a really good chance to win the game. You know, and coaching wise, I mean, you got to give Urban Meyer um, as much as, uh, you know, as much as I like Dabo Sweeney, Sweeney, you know, I think you got to give the the coaching edge to, to Ohio State. So well, these games are on New Year's Eve. These games, it's, you know, the Washington Alabama game at three o'clock on ESPN, the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. And then the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, Ohio State Clemson at 7 p.m. ESPN. Yeah, so, it's a fun game. Yeah, so that, that, that's going to be exciting. And then evidently, obviously, after that, we'll be having another show, so we'll be able to break down who's going to the champions. Obviously, on Christmas Eve, we'll be talking about these games again as 
that'll be the day of the game. So we'll definitely be breaking down the game again on Christmas, on New Year's Eve. So we'll, you'll still be hearing a lot about this game in the coming weeks. We just started. Yeah. All right, so now, now we're going to move on to some other big, big games. Obviously, January 2nd, the Sugar Bowl, number seven, Oklahoma against number 14, Auburn. We should think about this one, 830 on ESPN. Yeah, I mean, it's not just because I'm an Oklahoma fan, which I, I'm a huge Oklahoma fan, and uh, I, just, I like this matchup for uh, Oklahoma. I think they're going to put a put a whooping on Auburn. Uh, they've just been a nondescript – Auburn I'm talking about here. They've been a nondescript offensive team. He plays pretty good defense, you know. But uh, I, I don't know. The, if D.D. Westbrook's healthy, uh, you know, and uh, – which he really wasn't. He 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 was in uh, concussion protocol uh, last game of the year and uh, against Oklahoma State. But I I'm assuming by uh, January second he's going to be uh, you know 100 percent ready to go and uh, you know with uh, the Oklahoma's backfield so Smaj P Ryan and uh, you know Joe Mixon you know and you get that, that three headed monster and you throw in Baker Mayfield in there and you have you know you really have four four offensive weapons that you know. That Auburn hasn't seen playing in the a, in, in the SEC. I'm gonna. I like Oklahoma probably by a, at least two touchdowns in that game. Yeah, I like Oklahoma as well. I think they're gonna win easy in the game. You know, obviously, uh, you see, think Mayfield's obviously staying in college, right? You would think. Well, he announced he announced uh, last week yeah, that right? he's coming back. Because he petitioned the NCAA for his for an extra year of eligibility, he won it. So I, I mean, and then last week he said that he was coming back. So to me, he's not to me he's not the prototypical NFL player anyway. Uh, to me, he reminds me a lot of Johnny Manziel, you know, on the field, you know. Yeah, I like the way you put on the field in there. Yeah, yeah I see. <laughs> So you expect, yes, yeah, so you expect an easy win for Oklahoma. So do I expect them you know, expect the low low burn in this game with the uh, All-State Sugar Bowl. So that's January 2nd at 8.30 on ESPN. And we have uh, the Mutual Northwestern Rose Bowl presented by the Northwestern Mutual. You have uh, number nine USC versus number five Penn State. Another, um, obviously a big game there. Penn State really has had an impressive season. Yeah, and they they've done it with defense. Uh, they've they played a really good defense most of the year, you know. And uh, just just as of late, they they've been putting up a lot of points. You know, they they've won a lot of they've squeaked by a lot of games early, and then l- late in the season they've uh they they put up sixty points, fifty points. You know, and they've uh looked like a co- cohesive unit. And uh, USC, I mean, I mean USC has the quarterback uh that we're going to be talking about in the yeah. next couple of years coming out, you know, um, he's going to be a top pick, but you know, just not yet. And uh, I'm going to, I, I like Penn state in this game. I think they're the more complete team. And uh, I expect them to put up at least 30, 35 points. Yeah, I, agree to 40. With you. I, like, I like Penn state a lot in this game. It was one of my best, my best picks of, uh, my best pick for the Bulls, I, I like Penn State to bowl USC in this game. Although I agree with you, USC's quarterback going to be maybe a future top top pick in a couple of years in the NFL. But uh, Penn State, it's just amazing, right? Because in the beginning of the year, they weren't expected 
is he this good? You know, and so it, it's, they they really just put it all together. They had a lot of good wins. I mean, they obviously they got handed by Alabama early, right? But then they they kind of actually they had a really. I'm sorry, I'm talking about USC got handed by. You Alabama. are, yeah. And that was before Sam. That games. was before the quarterback Donald was playing. He really didn't start playing until like the third or fourth game. Yeah, yeah. And they were one and three. And, you know, now they won like eight in a row or something. They won, right? Yeah. They were they were one and three. They won eight in a row. So I just I think this is where the streak the streak stops, and uh, you know, and then uh, what's his name too, right? Uh, Didn't uh, another coach leave? One of the coaches leave the USC. Um, no, that was uh, that was the guy Bergeron was uh was with the USC and now he's the head coach at LSU. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was thinking of something else. I was thinking because Bama. Bama yeah, Lane Kiffin. Yeah, to replace Kiffin, they got Sarkisian, right? To replace Kiffin? Yeah. 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 All right, so right, we both got Penn State in that game. Then we have uh, the Cotton Bowl, Western Michigan, number 15 versus number 8, Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with an upset here. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna take Western Michigan. They played a, uh, you know, they, they they played really good football most of the year. And Wisconsin, um, not really crazy about their quarterback Honeybrook. I, I mean, I, they've been actually mixing in another quarterback in Houston in the last couple of games. So I just think they have an uncertain uncertainty at quarterback, and uh, it's not the normal Wisconsin team that we're used to seeing where they just pound the ball. You know, and they and they, and they uh and and you know and they're just able to run people over. They although I do like their running back uh, Clement, he's a pretty good player. But uh, I'm gonna go with an upset here and just take Western Michigan because this is one of those situations where Wisconsin was uh all pumped up to be in uh, the the playoff. They didn't make the playoff, and I think they're just gonna not sleepwalk through the game. Maybe just take that the, their opponent for uh, granted a little bit here in this game. Uh, I'm gonna go with Wisconsin. So here we got one way against each other. And this this game is this game is uh, it's the Cotton Bowl. So it's 1 p.m. on ESPN on January 2nd. Then we also have at 1 p.m. on Channel 7 on January 2nd the Outback Bowl, Florida number 17, Florida versus Iowa. I actually like yeah, Iowa. Yeah, I like Iowa too because Florida, like normal, they have. Great, great players at every position except quarterback. They just can't find a quarterback to, to you know, to, to lead their team. And uh, yeah, I like Iowa. You know, Iowa's basically a boring team. They they pound the ball, they pound the rock at you, and you know, and uh, you know, once in a while they're throwing a play action here and there. And uh, well, I like Iowa. I just think that they're you know that they're playing more as a team, you know, and it's not always the most talented team. I'm sure, yeah. Florida have more first, first and second and third round picks, but uh, Iowa just plays better, better team ball. Yeah, so we both agree we, we're going to both take Iowa in this game. All right, December thirty first, we have the Tax Slayer Bowl, Georgia Tech versus Kentucky, eleven a.m. at ESPN. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Kentucky in this game. Uh, 
Georgia Tech, they are they they have triple they run triple option, and if and Kentucky's strong point of their team is their defense. You know, with uh, you know, it's Bob Stoops' brothers coaching that team, and Mike, you know, and he and he and he's uh, you know, he's done a good job at Kentucky, and uh, I think I think uh, Kentucky wins this game. I think they put up, I think they get out to an early lead, and they they force Georgia Tech to throw the ball, and uh, they're just not built to throw the ball. Yeah, I'm going to go the complete opposite again here. So I'm going to go Georgia Tech. He's going to take this game. We got to have. We can't have the same pick as every pick, me and you. We have to have uh, yeah, of some differences, right? Of course. So, hold on one second. Bear with me for a second. All right. So, all right. So I'm going to take. Yeah, I'm going to take Georgia Tech in this game. I actually like. Uh, I think key player in this game. You know, to me, the offense obviously goes as Justin Thomas goes. I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be the key player. You know, the red shirt senior. You know, he's left behind a legacy in Atlanta, so we'll see. I, I don't know. I think, uh, I think he's going to be the difference in the game. That's just in my opinion. For the, you know, give you a quick little of that. But uh, all right, Buffalo Wild Wings Citrus Bowl, number twenty LSU and number thirteen Louisville. Well, the 11 a.m. start on ABC. Then you got the playoff games after that. That's why these games are starting early. To me, this is a big strike against Leonard Fournette, and this is, to me, why uh, if I I have Leonard Fournette, I I, I may take him off my my draft board. This guy is just uh, not taking his craft seriously. He's thinking – Ever since this season began, he's always thinking about the NFL, and to me, that that's a strike against you. And you're not, and you know, you you're not a team player. You know what I mean? He he's not playing this game. He's already announced that he's uh you know he's yeah. going to the NFL. He's not playing in this game. I'm taking uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Louisville with the Heisman Trophy winner, and uh, you know they have some good good players on the outside too. This guy have a wide receiver, Quick, who's a pretty good player. It's not just a one-man show there in Louisville. And they have a, they have a, a, a their running back is a transfer from uh, Texas. He's a pretty good player too. Um, let me try, let me try and remember his name. It's uh, oh, uh, what is his name? Um, who? Yeah. Uh, who you talking about? Right, All right, go ahead. Uh, and uh. And uh, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Louisville, and uh, it's more of an anti uh, LSU pick than it is. I think Louisville's uh, the supreme team. Yeah, I think Fournette. I agree with you on Fournette. I, I, you know, it's a game you want to see him in this game. Come on, you show you it's a chance to showcase yourself on the top le- highest level. You know, on the big spot. You know, I, well, you know, I don't, I don't like it. I know he's done it the whole year. He, he's he's dogged it the whole year. To me, he reminds me a little bit of Clowney, in that sense. I, I mean, I, I take him off my board. Uh, if I'm an NFL team, I, you know, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not a GM, but if I'm a GM, I take him off my board. I I just like I like to have competitive. I like to build my team with competitive players. Yeah, like you said, I think Mr. Heisman is going to come and run in here and roll the show, and then. And he has you know weapons to work with, so I think uh, it's, a, it's a fairly easy win for Louisville in this game. So another big game on December thirtieth, the Orange Bowl, number six Michigan, number eleven Florida State, eight o'clock ESPN. 
it's a nice matchup right there. I like Michigan, though, in this game. Yeah, I like Michigan too. I mean, I like this matchup too. It's one of the one of the better matchups of the the day of the the bowl the bowl season. Yeah, you know, basically think that Michigan's going to shut them shut them out shut them down with their defense. Yeah, I get. And can everybody just forget the rumors that that Harbaugh's going to leave Michigan for LA Rams, right? And can we just stop with yeah, that? Yeah, it's not happening. It's not, it's not happening. happening. He's not leaving this soon. It's a, it's, you know, he's going to be there for a while. He'll win a championship there. For, but he's not. He, yeah. You know, no. He's going to have to win a championship. He's going to win a championship there, hopefully, before he goes. But he'll be back in the NFL. It's probably just going to be in like five years, four or five years. All right. All right. So, all right. Then we have uh, the Arizona Bowl. South Alabama versus Air Force. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be patriotic here and take Air Force. <laughs> Me too. I like I'm gonna take Air Force in this one too. All right, these next two I'm gonna rip through a few right now, right? Sure. The Music City Bowl, Nebraska, Tennessee. Tennessee. I can't I can't have a roof in Nebraska. Yeah, I'm gonna take Tennessee too. And that's a, that's a, also, I like Tennessee to win, but I'm also just, I agree. I just don't have much love for Nebraska at all. Stanford, North Carolina, the Sun Bowl, the Hyundai Sun Bowl. I'm going to go with Stanford here. I just think they're a co- more cohesive unit than North Carolina. I agree. The Liberty Bowl, Georgia, TCU. I'm Georgia. Oh, you know. Game. I like Georgia too. I like that Nick Chubb's already announced that he's coming back for a senior season. It could have been, could have been a first round draft pick, and he decided to come back. I like that. And they've had a yeah. bunch of other players that say that they're coming back for their senior season. So, I like Georgia in this game. Finishing his four years, right? Exactly. It shows that you know, right after football, he has planned already. All right. So the Alamo Bowl. Oklahoma State versus Colorado. Number 12, Oklahoma State versus number 10, Colorado. Yeah, I really like this matchup, too. It's going to be an interesting one. It's I think Colorado's had a good had a good season coming back in, into grace as a, as, a, you know, as a top team. But I, I, I like Oklahoma State. I just think that they, you know, they have a bunch. They have, like, two or three explosive wide receivers. This guy, Washington, number 28 on uh, on Oklahoma State. I think he's going to be a top wide, top one of the top wide receivers on the board. But uh, you know, Colorado's done a good job coming back, but I just think uh, Oklahoma State's too too much for them. I agree. I'm going to pick OK State myself. Okay, the Belt Bowl, Arkansas versus number 22 Virginia Tech. I'm going to go Arkansas here. I think they're a, they're a more complete team. You can run the ball and throw it, and uh, Virginia Tech is uh is pretty much one dimensional. All right, I'm going to go against you in this one. I'm going to go Virginia Tech. I think it's going to be like one-dimensional, like playing Matt in the old A.B. Ash play. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Birmingham Bowl, South Florida versus South Carolina. I'll take South Carolina in this one because uh, South Florida's uh, turnover with a new coach, 
Yeah, Coach yeah. Taggart is now, now the Oregon coach. So I'm just going to go with yeah. South Carolina. Me too. I'm going to pick South Carolina too. All right, the Advocate Texas Bowl. Texas A&M versus Kansas State. This is December 28th. I'm going to take K-State simply because uh, the old man's uh, the, the coach at uh, K-State is uh, Schneider. Is, uh, he's just one of my favorite coaches. And uh, I'm going to take K-State in this one. All right, I'll go against you. I'll pick A&M at home in Texas. The Forster Farms Bowl, Indiana at first number 19, Utah. Utah, uh, Utah, and uh, I, I love this. I I I, I, lo- I love this game. I don't think Indiana should even be on the same field as them. Yeah, this one could get ugly. I agree. This this could be one of the locks for the bowl. That game. That Russell Athletic Bowl, West number sixteen, West Virginia and Miami. Well, just to make it and interesting, I know you Miami. I'm a, so I'll take West Virginia. Hey, I was thinking of taking West Virginia. But now I gotta take I gotta take Miami. I gotta stick with my cane. And now the same Kaya might stay, Brad Kaya. He might stay in the senior year. So that's interesting. Which I think he should I mean he could, he could probably improve his draft stock if he does. And right now they got him as a early second rounder. So Oh yeah, I'd stay if I was him. Yeah, I'd stay. And they got a good class coming in too, so we'll see. All right, the pinstripe bowl. Number twenty-three, Pittsburgh versus Northwestern. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh here. One of my favorite players in college football right now, James Conner, where she had a uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma. He's come back from uh, He's come back from it, and he's had a a really productive year. And I'm a big James Conner fan. And uh, whether he becomes a football player the next level or not, I always remember James Conner for beating the disease. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. Okay, yeah, I'm going to take Pittsburgh, too, in this game. All right, now we move to December 27th, the Cactus Bowl, Boise State versus Baylor. I'm going to go Boise State, just too much turmoil in Baylor right now. Me, too. Yeah, I agree. Baylor's in disarray right now. Oh, yeah. The Holiday Bowl, Minnesota versus Washington State. Well, you want to talk about turmoil here. There's a chance that Minnesota – might not yeah, even play in this. Yeah, yeah. They they suspended, yeah, they suspended 10 players, and the team's talking about boycotting the game because they're not happy with it. Even if they were 100%, I'd still be taking Washington State. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's a complete ugly situation there in Minnesota. At the Military Bowl, number 24, Temple versus Wake Forest. Yep, even more turmoil here with these wakey leaks. You've had the you've had the the, the radio broadcaster pr- pretty much giving the, the opposing teams uh, the game plan from Wake Forest. Maybe that's why they sucked all these years. Who knows? But I'm still going with Temple. Yeah, me too. Both got the Temple Owls in this one, the Cotton Bowl. I remember when these bowls like the Cotton Bowl. I mean, I'm saying the Cotton Bowl moving on next. Like I remember, like. And this is like Army North Texas, like. But I remember like when uh, it used to be like the real, like New Year's Day Cotton Bowl. Remember like those things, like New Year's yeah. Day was like best back then, you know, with the bowl. Notre, no, no, Notre Dame in Texas. I mean, that was one of the big games where 
You had Joe yeah. Montana, Notre Dame. I mean, that was the Cotton Bowl. Yep. I think, oh, who am I going to go with here? I'm going to go with North Texas. I'm going to go with Army. It's been a big win over Navy. I'm going to go with them to keep it going. It would have been interesting if they put them in the military bowl, Army, right? If she yeah. did that. All right, now we move to December 26th. The world in the Camping World Independence Bowl, NC State versus Vanderbilt. I'm going to go with the Wolf. I'm going to go with NC. I'm going to go with the Wolf Pack in this game. Then we have the Quick Lane Bowl, Maryland Boston College. Wow, these both these teams suck. I'm going to go with Boston College. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, I know. I'll go with Maryland just to go against you. How's that? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. They both. This is not an entertaining game at all. All right, St. Petersburg Bowl, Miami, Ohio versus Mississippi State. I'm going to go Mississippi State here simply because they have a lot of, you know, a lot of, More a lot talent. of, uh, yeah, just talent. You got to go with talent sometimes. All right, now Christmas Eve, Hawaii Bowl, Hawaii versus Middle, Middle Tennessee in Hawaii, Honolulu Stadium, Aloha Stadium. Well, I'm going to go with the home team here, take, take Hawaii. Me too. I'm going to go to Hawaii at home. You're getting a nice home game. It's for more than that. All right, so now we're moving to December 23rd. The General Bowl. The Dollar General Bowl. Ohio versus Troy. I'm going to go with Troy here. I, I think Troy's uh, just a better team. Yeah, i got to go with Troy, too, from what I can see. I mean, I can't say, no. I don't know the ins and outs of Troy, but I could definitely say. I, I like Troy in this game. All right. Louisiana Tech versus Navy. Navy coming off a loss to Army. I think Navy bounces back here with a win. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna differ with you. This I'm gonna go with Armed Forces Bowl, by the way. I'm sorry. This is the um yeah. Lockhead Martin Armed Forces Bowl. I'm gonna go with La Tech in this game. All right, I'm gonna go Louisiana Tech. The Bahamas Bowl, Eastern Michigan and Old Dominion. <laughs> I, I knew Old Dominion had a basketball team. I wasn't sure they had a football team, so I'm going to go Eastern Michigan here. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right, December 22nd now. Idaho, Idaho Potato Bowl. Idaho versus Colorado State. So it's a home game for Idaho. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go against the grain here and take Colorado State to put a whooping on them. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. I think Idaho is going to get this. He's going to get it handed to them in this game. I think this is the stepping up here in the class here. All right, Credit Union Poinsettia Bowl, BYU and Wyoming. I'm going to go with the Storm and Mormons here and take Brigham Young. I think I think they already played each other this year, and I think Brigham Young won. But uh, I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the Mormons and uh, go with Brigham Young. Yeah, I'm going to go with Wyoming in this game. I actually like Wyoming. I think. I think they're gonna put up enough. I think first of all, I think this game's gonna be a shootout. Just so you know, they, they'll be a high school. Oh yeah, those, yeah, it should be a shootout. Yeah. Right, the, Bo- the Boca Raton Bowl, Memphis versus Western Kentucky, December twenty. Oh, speaking of shootout, the over under in this game is seventy nine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Western Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go Memphis to go against. You have a couple more picks against each other here. Uh, sure. December nineteenth, Central the Miami Beach Bowl, Central Michigan and Tulsa. Uh, give me Tulsa, just simply because they're close to Oklahoma. <laughs> All 
I'm going to go Central Michigan. How's that? I'll go against Uganda. All right, now we have all today, you know, a bunch of bowls today. So these are the, the final ones, all today stuff, okay? So now we have. Got uh, it. So we have first game here, the Air Force Reserve Celebration Bowl, North Carolina Central and Grambling, which the game starts in ten, like ten minutes. Okay. I'm gonna go with Grambling. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you there. I'm gonna go Grambling as well. That's in Atlanta, in the Georgia Dome. That game, like the Gilded New Mexico Bowl, New Mexico against UTSA, Texas San Antonio. We're gonna go. I'm gonna go New Mexico here, in the triple option. Get a little home game here for them too. Games at two o'clock on ESPN. Then the Las Vegas Bowl at three thirty on ABC. Houston against San Diego State. I'm gonna go with Houston in this game. We'll go with Houston as well. Go with their. Uh... Their quarterback, Ward. The Raycom Media Camellia Bowl, Appalachian State and Toledo. Give me Toledo. Sign me up for Toledo. I'm going to go with Appalachian State. How's that? I watched, I watched Appalachian State get hammered by NC State in college basketball. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But they're going to avenge it in the bowl game. Auto Nation yeah. Bowl, Central Florida versus Arkansas State. That game's at 530 as well. I'm going to go with Central Florida in this game. Me too. I'm going to go with you on that one. I'm going to agree with you on that one. And then the New Orleans Bowl, Southern Mississippi and Louisiana Lafayette at 9 o'clock on ESPN. You know what? I'm going to go for another. I'm going to take you Louisiana Lafayette. Okay. We've got to get to each other there. All right. So there we have it. All the picks are in. We got all our college picks in. I'll post them. On the Mojo page, and we'll keep, you know, we'll keep monitoring it as we go on through the bowl season. So, right now, you're making one prediction: who's going to win this, the college football playoff? Well, as much as I hate to say it, I think Alabama. Yeah, I got a great answer. So we're pretty much you got Alabama versus uh, Ohio State, and I got Alabama versus Clemson. That's the only difference is we pick the other game differently, me and you. Yeah. So. All right, so the college picks are in. The NFL picks are in. It's been a busy day. Pete, thank you for joining me and doing all this stuff today. We did. We covered a lot of stuff. And uh, next week we'll be back with week 16 of the NFL, and uh, we'll, be, we'll see how our college picks did today. Because we have – so we'll have – by next week we'll have, let's see, five, six, eight. Well, actually, sorry, next week. So next week, to sort of view this week, there won't be a show on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is not going to be a show. So I'm taking the week off just for the first week off. It's going to be Christmas Eve. I just got too much going on. But uh, we'll be back New Year's Eve. So, so, Pete, we'll post out. You'll text me your football picks next week, and I'll post them on the on the Mojo page. And that's will post about picks for next week. And then we'll be back New Year's Eve. But by the time we come back New Year's Eve, Week 17. I mean, the playoff pitch is going to be, you know, looking really good, and we'll be able to check our record in the college and see what we're doing in the college. So yeah, it might be a whole different, might be a whole different football uh, playoff scenario by the time next time we you have a show. Exactly. So then, then that week 17 is going to be big. That last week, right? Of what games are going to be important, and you know, there'll be games playing for playoff spots. So it'll be interesting. 
You got it. All right, man. Well, thanks. Thanks for, you know, calling in. You wanted to have you on here for a long time today. I had you on for almost two hours, so I really appreciate it being on. Nope, man. Anytime. All right, man. I'll speak to you over the weekend. All right. All right, man. Play that. TDV calling in, doing his NFL picks as always, and we did all the college bowl picks. It was a busy, busy first two-thirds of the show as we're almost, you know, we finished two hours of the show already, and and a lot of football, a lot of entertaining football. Great job by PDB giving his insight on the NFL and the college. Very, uh, very good breakdown of you know both. So as always, just a, a, a great job. So I got some callers on hold. I'm going to get to. I got to take. A, I am going to take a quick commercial, and then when I come back, I'm going to get to the phone line. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com to keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. 
Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stories page on Facebook. Welcome back to the Mojo Sports Show. Two hours into the show. Got all football so far. We did our NFL, we did college, a lot of football. We're going to get some callers going here, 718-508-9883. We'll start talking some other, you know, football, obviously, whatever you want to talk about. But we'll mix in some baseball, basketball, and some even some hockey in now. As uh, We're going to let in somebody right now. Good morning, Padman. What's going on? Good morning, Mr. Mojo. I tell you, the, 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 the wintry weather kind of threw me off today a little bit. How about yourself? Yeah, you know, I woke up. I've seen it out there. I'm like, oh, boy. But obviously, it's actually raining now. It's pretty much wiping it all out now. What about you? I have about, I have about maybe four inches, but it's like a three oh, wow. inch range. Yes, you got more top of it. The top of it. I'm a little north of you. Top of it. It's all ice, so I had to go out and shovel for a couple of hours today. So. Oh boy. Oh yeah, not hey, fun. Put the pad man to work no. over there. I'm not, I'm not very happy about that, but but what what, what are you gonna do? It actually the kids like it because it looks kind of like uh, Christmas now, right? But but actually yeah, no, that's the good thing. That's the good thing, right? Next, exactly, but by the time we get to next week, it'll be dirty snow. Yeah. <laughs> But but it's pretty cool. You should bring your little one sledding if, if it's enough. Uh, but by by me, it makes great sledding because they have that layer of ice on top. It's like painted, but it's a it's a pretty cold like pellets. It, it, it's raining pellets over here, so it's kind of bad weather. But what are you gonna do? It's a wonderful Saturday. I'm sorry I missed you last week. Um, All right. So what what's going on? I, I want to talk about synchronized swimming. <laughs> I want to progress a little bit off of baseball. So what do you got for me in the swimming department? Well, I think Yugoslavia has the best shot at the Nationals this year coming up in May. Um, and, and the Czech Republic is right behind them. Hey, you know, so, last so, week we were talking so, about it. I didn't get a chance to talk about it with you last week. But uh, we were talking about, uh, you know, before we get into, like, you know, some baseball and some stuff. Uh, about Miracle Day and what kind of great event it was. And I, you know, told everybody how big you are involved in, you know, a big part of that you are, part of your team helping you with that and, you know, how, uh, you know, how great of a day it was, right? It really went, it really was an unbelievable hey, day. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the bottom line is me and Mojo and uh, Dr. Ray and uh, and Adam and his, uh, and uh, Big Poppy. Um, yeah, uh, Cruz. We, we we all kind of get together and um, for a bunch of days we donate a lot of hours on top of our uh, <clears throat> normal work scheme um, to to um, you know an event um, to assist a bit an event to, to raise a lot of money for children. This year was a banning year. We raised um, 
for the first time in four years, um, we raised over a million dollars, which is uh, we all should be very proud of. And you know, you really, all of us should should understand what it what it is. I mean, it's Christmas time; it's time for giving. You know, we all get gifts and have food on our table for our families. Some people don't; they just don't have the opportunities that. If your if your child wants to go to a sports clinic or participate in an event and and it costs X amount of dollars, most of us will find a way. Some people don't have the ability to find a way. Yeah. So all this money goes to to children, um, to not only for health care and feeding them and all of that, but but to join and and be kids and to be and participate, um, you know, in in various activities. And I think you know it's 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 so commendable for the team. Uh, you know, Mojo and, and the guys I mentioned, because we really worked pretty hard over three, four-day spans. And, uh, you know, on top of our regular work, on top of our family obligations, um, you know, on top of maybe some of the things that, that we normally like to do, um, and, and we dedicated a tremendous amount of time. And uh, yeah. you know, hats off to, to, to the team. Um, one of the reasons why we're really successful, and at times it gets a little, you know, uh, yeah, it, it's a bit of pressure for, for a bunch of different reasons, but um, you know, in the end, I think like any good athlete, we respond to the challenge, and uh, it, it was. Uh, I'm, I'm very proud of it. I hope everybody is because we're really very, very successful, and uh, you know, it, it makes me feel good about it. It makes me feel good um, that I'm surrounded by 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 people who are willing willing to do that. So uh, you know, hats off. It was fantastic. You know, for the event itself, we had a couple of athletes there, some a couple of Hall of Famers, um, and, yeah. uh, and uh, I think Mojo posted a couple of pictures. Um, look, look, it's 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 one of my one one of the hardest days of the year for for us for me, um, but it's the most rewarding. Um, it's a one day a year that we're not doing up jobs to help people that have money make money. We're, we're helping the unfortunate, you know, or folks that are just trying to get ahead a little bit, provide a little bit for their families, especially during the holiday season. So, uh, you know, fantastic. And, and I really hope we, you know, this team has another 10 years of miracle days in us, uh, you know, before it all, uh, before we all call it a career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I guess the athletes themselves were good. They were great with the kids, great with everybody else, you know, very friendly. It was just a, a great day, and, and, and you know, the, obviously the results were, were just unbelievable. Oh yeah. Well, one thing that kind of interplays with this show a little bit. I don't know if Doctor A tuned, you know, if he spoke about it last week, but Doctor A spent about three exclusive hours with John, uh, you know, Mech great John Franco. Yeah. So I'm sure he might have a story or two or some personal insight. Oh, he, gave us, he gave us know, a story last week. He gave us a story when, last week. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fantastic. And that, that's, part of, that's part of this event. You get to kind of know the athletes a little more than if you went to a, a you know, card signing or something where you're just kind of signing something, shaking a hand, maybe taking a picture and leaving. You're actually having a conversation with him, you know. Um, yeah. I just spent a lot of time with Kenny Anderson um, and, and yeah. others. Uh, so, so I think it's it's you know, you know, the day of the event and people see it as as they want to see it. Sometimes they say, "Wow, you're, you're you know you you guys are uh, you know socializing with athletes and 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 and, and movie notables or whatever." It's yeah, it looks so, it looks a lot. Listen, it's a great day and it's fun and it is nice to socialize and interact with them. 
but it's a lot of hard work in the process. When I, it's not all fun and games all day. He's <laughs> like, do look. Yeah, well, 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 that particular day, at times, at moments during that day, I do get starstruck. You know, I mean, I'm, you know, shaking hands with Mike Richter is was pretty cool for me. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that was but, nice. But, but the underlying theme of the day, the kids, it's not us running around, you know, uh, uh, you know, making acquaintances. So, you know, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Now, now, I want to get back to what what we like to talk about. What are, Mojo and I haven't been, my ear hasn't been to the ground. What are the Mets doing with the meetings? Nothing. <laughs> That's a quick conversation. Okay, I'm going. <laughs> No, listen, well, guys, listen, relievers are coming off the board. The, listen, the Mets are only willing to sign guys to minor league contracts right now. The Mets ain't even looking out to give – they're not even looking to give major league contracts out to a relief pitcher right now. And well, now it's pretty sad. Come, I heard this. I heard they I'm sorry, the thing they're not about it, they're saying Familiar is definitely getting at least 30 games. So, you know, I don't know what they're looking at that they think they could – they don't need. They don't need to go get a uh, a name relief pitcher. I, I don't get it. Is it thirty games or thirty days? Thirty games, right? Yes. So it could probably probably be like the like first week of May. They'll be May seventh, something like that. You know what? Though if he was back, you probably need some help in that area. So I don't understand. You know. The issue why they wouldn't get somebody on top of the fact that if you look at the the, the playoffs of the World Series this year, they, it was won by relievers. It was dominated <laughs> by relievers. That was. I mean, I don't understand why why they wouldn't want to. Uh, I mean, the Marlins. You know, the Marlins um, just gave out two years, sixteen million, eight million a year to Ziegler. Ziegler would have been a nice fit on the match, I think. Yeah. Well. So he's a guy who had closer experience. He could pitch. He could pitch the seventh, eighth, ninth inning if you need him a, a day or two. But he could pitch the seventh and eighth inning, and he could give you more than one inning at a time. The guy. I think what's coming. What's coming to pass is what Mojo said when they first signed Cespedes that that's their move and they're going to stay in pat. I, I'm I'm more of a a believer. Um, uh, uh, than Mojo, so I'd like to think that's not the case, but I think you're right. I think that's how it should get out here. We would have heard a little grumblings here and there uh, of poking around on somebody, and, and they just nothing. It's amazing. They think they, they think everybody's just going to come back and be good. All the pitches are going to be healthy. They think Wright, Duda, all these guys, Walker, Tarno, everybody's just going to come back and be healthy and good. I think with all of the starting pitching we have, I think you can make a leap of faith and say, look, we'll have four, we should have four healthy starters the whole year. I mean, you have six, okay, or semi-healthy all year. I don't think that, but I think that the, the problem is to think Familia is going to come back and um, Reed's going to come back as strong as they left. I, I don't understand why you wouldn't get any help in that category. That I don't get it. I don't, you know, that's my biggest problem. There. And, and to go into a season with Darno, who's really, you know, he, he's 28, 28 years old, I think. You know, he's plenty of time to prove himself. You know, catches are usually on the decline at that age. You know, he he haven't he never was on an incline. Well, one thing one thing I think is pretty obvious is that. 
I, I think it's pretty obvious that uh, what's his name, Wheeler is going to be in the bullpen. I think to start the season, at least until Familia comes back. That's that's the way it's starting to look right now. So I think Doctor Ray pointed that out a couple of weeks ago, and he's absolutely right. And maybe that's what he is—a bullpen arm. Look, yeah. Thirty years ago, he throws hard. He throws hard, so it could work. He throws look, hard. Thirty years ago, when you were a bullpen arm, you were looked down on because they weren't—you know—all those guys wanted to be starting pitching. Now look at the price tag of some of these relievers. It's not yeah. the case anymore. Not the case at all. I am going to miss Cologne a little bit. Yeah, definitely miss his you personality know. and his presence in the locker room, you know? How about his consistency on the mound? Over the last two ability. years, he's the most consistent Matt pitcher. His offensive ability, too. Well, <laughs> he looks like me in, a heyday, in my heyday. <laughs> he looks like a young Steve Padovano, a young one. Well, I tell you, I'm, I, I just shoveled, and, and, and every part of my body, ex- including my fingernails, hurt. I'm getting too old for this stuff. Way too old. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that really sucks. I'm lucky. The rain, the rain washed away most of it for me here. Uh, you know. Well, you know, luckily, I would have normally waited, but we have a, a get together tonight at the house with some family, so we yeah. wanted to clean it off so nobody gets hurt and slips and have to walk through the slush and all of that. I would have waited. Yeah, tomorrow it's supposed to be a little warm and raining, so I would have normally waited. To tell you the truth. Yeah, so it looks like no, it, actually, it looks like an. I was well, talking about it when I was actually talking about this the other day that, you know, it's actually the, you know, Alderson, you know, he makes some good moves. I won't say he don't, but he makes, he's, he's got to be the most boringest GM as far as like, there's like you go to the winter meetings and the Mets never do anything at the winter meetings. Like, well, you know, like you have no chance of doing anything big. Maybe it's not him. Maybe it's just, you don't have the money to spend or whatever it is, but no, yeah, there's still I, ways I, I to get little, players. There's still ways to make I, trades and get players. I think it's a little bit of both, and I'll tell you why. I think that his track record. Look, if you look at people's history, you, you tell the story about them, right? If you look at the way I act and my personality, you can probably predict how I'm gonna how I'm gonna act and what my personality is gonna be in different situations going forward. He's always been this kind of GM. What makes us think, because he's in a bigger market, that he's going to change? I don't think so. I think you're absolutely yeah. right. He is who he is. You know, when Omar Minaya was, was here, he didn't make all great moves, but I tell you, the winter meetings was exciting. Yeah, no, well, listen, you always knew there was a chance something big could happen. You know? Yeah. And I hear what we talked about. Remember we talked about it during the World Series that uh, that Chapman was getting overused. Now, when Chapman's pressed the shot at Madden and said he got he overused him. Of course, he did. Everybody's seen it. Look, you're up 9-2 and you put him in the game, you're a moron. That's a fact. I don't care, Little League, any level. That's a manager panicking. A panicking manager up seven runs. If you don't trust anybody else to hold your your team in seven runs, and so many of those guys were well rested. You, you yeah, know, to bring him into really that game, bad manager. that blowout was horrible. It was. You know, 
and right. you're a bad manager, and really you lose the team that way because those guys that are that are in the bullpen that don't get the shot, then you think they believe in him anymore? You think they believe in what he says or who he is? They won't. Going forward, they won't. Nine two, you can't let me in the game. Then you're never going to use me. I agree. Right. I mean, so so I don't think it just speaks to what happened during the World Series. Look, if it's a close game, you're not going to put a mid range closer in there. Up nine to two, you put anybody in there, and you give the guy a rest. You know. But but he did one of the worst managing jobs ever in history in in the last game as well. So I mean, we thought we thought. Uh, our boy was bad. You know, Joe Madden might might have went stooped to a new low in the playoffs in the playoffs in the World Series. Yeah, I got to say, I was watching it. I, I don't. Know, I don't so far. Was the Cubs. The Mason team won with him. How bad he was in that World Series. Well, I'll, I'll use one of your lines. It's amazing they won despite him. That's how horrible of a manager he is. Exactly. Yep, exactly. And the right. only thing that saved the only thing that saved him was a rain delay. Yeah. Yeah, well, the momentum was, was clearly with Cleveland at that point. It was, absolutely it was a rain delay. And baseball, I think I feel baseball is a game of momentum. It really is. And that rain delay definitely benefited the Cubs and benefited Madden and gave gave you know, gave him a chance to take a breath. So looking at it, there's still some free agents out there. Edwin and Canarcion is still sitting out there. They're saying the Rangers and Indians are the most likely spots. Uh, let's see who else. Jose Batista is still sitting out there. They're saying he looks like he could be returning to the Blue Jays. Mark Trumbo sitting out there. Seattle. Ooh, that's a, that's a name I'm very familiar with. Trumbolina. Baltimore, Colorado, Trumbolina. Mike Napoli. You know, all teams are looking for him as a DH. Indians, Rangers, Orioles, Marais. I'd say he ends up on the Indians and the Rangers. You know, and then this trades, this players that could be out there in trades, Charlie Blackman, Carlos Gonzalez, I don't think he's Didn't available. Curtis Granderson, Jay Bruce, McCutcheon. No, McCutcheon still. Well, so they're looking for a King Ransom. They're, no, no, they're not going to trade him, it don't look like. Oh, okay. So it's like they're looking the for a King Ransom. That's the but guy with a but if you're the Mets and you're going to say, all right, we have, a, we have a lot of outfielders. We don't feel that's the need. That's fine. You're going to say, all right, we're not going to get McCutcheon because we have a lot of outfielders. That's fine. But then go, you got to go get something else. We need a catcher. We need a first baseman, and we need bullpen. Why aren't you getting that? Well, well once again, once again, if you get, a, if you get a, a real strong guy in the bullpen and you upgrade your catcher position, I can live with Duda. Uh, until Dominic, Dominic Smith is ready. I can. Um, yeah, if you're listen, not going to do anything, then I, if, you're not do anything if you're not going to do anything, then the do the situation becomes very much magnified. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's frustrating so, so, sometimes. So, so, that, so that's my thought on that one. I mean, you know, it, it, it's really it, – it's really um, – uh, you know, a thought process that, that if they're going to upgrade elsewhere, I could deal with Duda. I mean, he is a 25 home run guy. You know, he walks a little bit. It's, you know, it's a little, not really average, but, you know, definitely not one of the worst averages on the mess. I can live with it. He's a bum. He's a bum. I know. Well, and he can't play the field, uh, obviously, in big spots. Um, you know, but he is what he is. But if you upgrade relief and you get an upgrade in the catcher, then, then you could deal with it. You can't have 
everybody at every position, right? Yeah, I but I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's the case. What? Yeah, they just they don't want to get anything though. It was Cespedes and that's they it. don't want to get anything. They're a bunch of bums. Yeah, I agree. Well, lucky we got Cespedes. Well, I think that was fan pressure. I think that's what ended up being. That ended up being a lot of fan pressure. You know? Cespedes for the rest of it. <laughs> exactly. Look, but I have to jump. Thank you, man. Um, Thanks for calling as always. Um, oh, look, what do you, look, before, before you go, what do you think of tonight's Jet-Dolphin game? Uh, I, I actually hope the Dolphins. I want to get a good draft pick. I think it's silly that, that the Jets are all excited about winning last week. You know, I think they need to retool in a bunch of areas and a higher draft pick in the NFL does, you know, is it, pretty impactful. So, I, I, I think the I think the Dolphins are going to win anyway, but I hope they're going to win. You know, so, so it's kind of twofold. Yeah, we'll see. I hope so. Good luck at that game. I know you're going. You and Little A. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And I'll see you on Monday. Thanks I'll talk call. to you later, bud. Right, Bye-bye. Bye. Adbear calling in, doing some baseball, some little football at the end there. Gonna get to get to the phone lines again here. I love that. I love that song. It's, it's so funny when I'm listening to that. I'm like, you know, because you know, you have Nirvana around there, come as you are. But I'm like, you know what? That's a cool. I just love that. I just always was infatuated with with one of the with with that song. But uh, it, it's great to hear that. I love when you play that for me when I come on the air. It's just, I mean, you know, if anything, it's like. It's like people would know me to be like, wait a minute, should I play the game? Because they know Triple H is my favorite wrestler, or you know. But it works, you know. So how are you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. How about yourself? Just busy, you know. Just busy with wrestling, you know. With wrestling heating up now, and the podcasting world heating up, you know. Uh, you know, totally driven radio network that we're on now is just do, you know, doing what we could do. We're doing pretty good, you know. Well, we got to keep this thing going, you know. This is the big, the big time, you know. Um, you know, so I want, I want everybody out there to know that, you know, if you miss Anthony live today, you can listen to him on replay, on on demand, on your time as well as live. So if you're doing something, you can always just go to Spreaker, you can go to iTunes, you can go to Blog Talk Radio, you can go to Stitcher. And just go to Totally Driven Radio Network or Entertainment Network or visit our website, 
I mean, there's so many opportunities because people are busy nowadays, and you know this, Ann, because you're busy doing shows as well as I am busy. But I just wanted everybody to know that's how we, you know, we could all come together. So, you know, again, um, get driven, stay driven. That's it. What's going on, man? What are you, what's going on in the, in the world of sports with you? What are you? What are you thinking? You know, there's a lot of, well, you know, world of sports right now is kind of, well, my Buffalo Bills are just fell apart on me, and I, I knew that was going to happen. Uh, last week, I actually got to go to a uh, a wrestling a wrestling event, uh, and there was a guy a guy there wearing a Pittsburgh Steelers jacket. We were online at the same time, and he was doing his you know what I used to do. You know how you have your phone and you have the app and it tells you the plays. Well, we were sitting there, and, and you know my friends know I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. And we were talking, so he asked me what I thought about it. So I said, I think the Bills are finished, you know. And he was worried about the, the Steelers. And then, of course, I got another friend of mine, his name is Jake, who was worried about the Raiders because they lost to the Chiefs. And I was like, Jake, do you want my record? You want my record, yeah. you can have it. You know, well, it's like, the Cowboys fans that are panicking at 11 and 2. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's funny? And i I got to bring this up to you. Last week on the show, I didn't bring it up because we were talking with Dr. A. By the way, if Dr. A is listening, congratulations on that game. And I'm glad that to see I'm glad to see that the, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Bills. Uh, I am. I really am. Um, because the Bills have the Bills don't deserve the Bills don't deserve it right now. The Bills are struggling. We know their problems. There's the rumors going around that Rex might be fired. Whatever. But my main issue right now is. Is you had when, when the last time after me and when me and um, TDV had that little debate, you had two callers on after. You had uh, you had uh, what's his name, the guy uh, Doodle Brown. You had on, which I have a lot of respect for him, Doodle Brown. And then you had a cowboy fan. Now I heard what she said that they were going to kill the Bills. Okay, my thing is this: I understand that you know you have an opinion. And that's great, and that's awesome, which I, I, everybody has it, and they're entitled to it. But the Bills, they have not been killed like that. You know, the Bills haven't really been killed. To say the Bills are going to lose, yes, that's a good idea. But to say they're going to get killed, that, that's, that's just not right. Now, also, she had to also remember that they were playing the Giants, and the Giants won at home. So, and if I'm a Cowboy fan, I'm not worried about the record. I'm not worried about eleven and two. I would take eleven and two, Anthony, and so would you, right? Oh, uh, what? That's what I'm saying. But you know what? You know what the problem is? There are these thirsty, hungry fans that have to win year after year. The Cowboy fans, the Raider fans, the Yankee fans. You know what I'm saying? Teams that have tasted it, they want it every year. You know why you the know, Cowboys and Raiders haven't won it? Even the Mets fans. Even the Mets fans, the Mets fans, even every time the Mets go to the World Series and the Mets lose or something, you know, right away it's, oh, we have to do this and we have to do that. But you were at the World Series. You may have not won it, but you've been there. You know, and, and for a guy like myself, and now this is the 17th year the Bills won't make the playoffs. The Bills are not mathematically out, but you know what? I think they're out. I'm giving up on the Bills because – it, it's it's time. I mean, there's a, but I'm not saying I'm not a Bills fan like the Jets fans do. I'm not going to take my tattoo off. 
I'm a Bills, diehard Bills fan for life, just like I'm a diehard Atlanta Braves, Connecticut Huskies, a UConn Husky, Islanders, although I couldn't watch that game last night, by the way, with the Islanders. <laughs> you know why? You'll never guess why. Too cold. I was freezing, Anthony. I was sitting there talking to my friend from Buffalo, right? And she goes, what are you watching? So I said, I'm watching the Islanders versus Buffalo game. So she wrote me back, go, go, go Sabres. I, then she goes, what's the score? I said, I don't know. I turned the game off. She goes, why? I said, because I'm cold. She goes, really? She goes, what are you watching now? I said, home alone. <laughs> and I was home alone kind of last night. The only people who were in my house were it was me, Macaulay Culkin, and my dad. So maybe I wasn't home alone, but you get what I mean, you know? Yeah. So so that's what's so, going on. Uh, you know, the world what do you think of tonight's game, the Miami Sorry, yeah. tonight? What do you think of the Miami Jet game tonight? What do you think about it? I think the Miami has to win this game. I mean, the only thing that worries me is obviously Tannenhill's not playing. So, but, I mean, we got to hope, you know, Moore is a, is a decent veteran backup quarterback. Hopefully he can just put up enough points to win. I mean, I think in the weather, I think the Jets could struggle to move the ball, especially if Marshall's on a limited play count and Forte don't play. I mean, the Jets got issues. So, what what time is the game, by the uh, way? The game. Yo, you're going in and out. You're going in and out. Anthony? Anyway, I don't know if Anthony's still on the call, and I'm not even near the board, but I wanted everybody to know that this is Totally Driven Radio Network, and you're listening to the, the Mojo Sports I'm here. Show. You don't hear me? Oh, you're, what happened? You're you breaking up. Me? I don't know what's going on. Do you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you right now. I had a, and I'm not. I was telling the listeners I'm not near the board, so I can't control what's going on. But I wanted them to know that they are listening to the Mojo Sports Show, the best show on this network for sports. I, I tell you, you're doing a great job with the net with the sports, man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, okay, you're back. You're back. I was just I was just filming in for you, buddy. I didn't, uh, you know, you could have the floor back. So what were you saying? You broke up a little bit. No, I was just saying it's a must win for them. I mean, obviously with Tannenhill out is a big factor. We got to see how Moore can play, but he is a he is a veteran backup. He's pretty decent, so I think he could put up enough points to help them in the game tonight. I think the Jets could struggle. To score, and Forte probably not going to play, and their offensive line banged up. So I think Miami's in a good shot here. I just think the big worry is how's the backup quarterback. Hopefully, don't turn right. the ball off. Now what? Now, like I asked you, but you broke up. I didn't hear it. What time's the game tonight? Eight twenty-five. Are you going? Is it here? It's here, right? Yeah, I'm going. Oh, you're going. That's see, see, you know what happened? I. I completely forgot when when the game. Uh, I completely forgot when the game was because it's, these weeks are flying by, you know. I know. It's yeah, just I'm going like a little so. So, uh, so yeah, you know. Here's what I'm worried about, actually, about that game. Now, now, here's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about if if now your defense should hold up. That's what I'm worried about. Scoring, you know, is okay, but 
But uh, and don't forget too, Fitzpatrick's been benched right forever, right? Who do they have now quarterbacking? Uh, Bryce Petty is quarterbacking. Yeah, Petty. Okay. So, <laughs> Petty's quarterback, and okay. So, what's the Jets' record? Because I kind of lost track of that. Like the Jets are four and nine, I believe, right? Uh, nine. And what's the and what's the record of the 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 Dolphins? Eight and five. Eight and five, right? Four and nine, eight and five, four and nine. I know, I know, records don't mean nothing. You got to play the game. But let me tell you something. And by the and by the way, this is the same. Four and nineteen that everybody and their brother picked to 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 uh, to uh, what do you call to finish? Uh, I don't know. Was it win the division or or come yeah. or be in second place? I think a lot of well, people picked them, them to win the division. If you listen to the predictions from the beginning of the year, I had the Jets being a disappointing team and not making a playoff. So I was right on right. that one. Yeah, but uh, PDV picked them, correct? Yeah, a few people, a lot of people pick the Jets. No, I know, that's what I'm saying. A lot of even even a lot of analysts and people Jets, pick them. Well, yeah, even, you know, and so 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 right and, and people also picked the Dolphins to be the worst team. I did. But I think I picked did I pick the either the Dolphins to be the worst team or I said the Jets. Yeah, I'm not sure. I gotta listen back to the replay. everybody well, listen, just listen back to the, the uh the Dolphins were one and four. I mean, they won seven out of eight games. They turned their yeah, no, around. definitely. I mean, the Dolphins, the Dolphins definitely. Uh, by the way, what happened to Tannehill? By the way, did he get hurt? Well, he got hit in the knee. At first, they were fearing it was a torn ACL. It looked bad. So the next right. day, and then all of a sudden, it came out that he just had a sprained ACL. He's out right. two to two to three weeks or something like that. So he could come back against New England in two weeks. So we'll see how that plays out, but they still got to right, I mean, and, and the, the, the problem that the, the problem week, that I the week, problem Miami's that we face to every. I'm sorry, go ahead. What what happened? The next week, Miami's got to go to Buffalo too, so it's not an easy road for them either. So well, it depends though. I mean, listen, it depends because Buffalo was on a Buffalo was on a on a good run at one at one point, right? And once they got to Seattle. Okay, once Seattle came, it was like, what are we, you know, and then we had to win those two big, big games. You know, Oakland was a big game for us to, to, to try to keep alive, and so was, uh, and so was um, Pittsburgh. But, you know, tomorrow is a big game for us because tomorrow is the game that, unfortunately, I think tomorrow might be the very first win for Cleveland, I think Cleveland's going to win tomorrow. I think it's going to be close. But I think Cleveland's got the game tomorrow. I don't know. I like Buffalo tomorrow a lot. Yeah, I don't like Buffalo. After what I've been watching from Buffalo, I don't have any chance with – I don't have a hope with Buffalo. Buffalo uh, Buffalo was doing the worst things that you could do. Um, they're making so many errors. They're making so many mistakes. And you know what? People are blaming it all on Rex. Rex is not the guy to blame it on. The guys that are making the mistakes are the, are the players. They're making mental mistakes. I watched that Pittsburgh-Buffalo um, game because I have it on demand, so I actually watched it. And I'm sitting there going to myself, now you know why we're losing. Now you know why we're losing games. Now you know you know why? And then, and then Monday morning, I turn on um, my sports network. You know the sports that I listen to are up in Buffalo. And Sal Capaccio, who's a great guy, he came on the radio for his show, 
he sounded so depressed, and people were like, you know, because he obviously invested his time with the team. He's been with the team for a long time covering the team, and he's very upset. And people are calling for, for Rex Ryan's job, and people are calling for Tyrod's job. They're saying, you know, we've seen enough of Tyrod. Maybe we should put the kid in. They're not even thinking about Manuel because E.J. Manuel, we had enough with him. So they want us to put the uh, the, the other guy in, the rookie in. But Al Jones. What happened? But Al Jones, yeah. Yeah, they want us to put him in. And, uh, and you know, my my whole thing is this, and I'm not making excuses for Buffalo, but this this is it. When when you have when you have injuries, plus you have bad mistakes, and now they're and now they're talking about Anthony Lynn, okay? And they want Anthony Lynn to be the coach of the team. I like Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn's been with the organization for a, a while now. Um, the biggest mistake that they did was when they fired the offensive coordinator instead of the defensive coordinator. Yeah, but, and we talked about that. You know that's a big. You know that's. But again, again, when when we started this this season, Buffalo lost two uh, big games in the beginning. I mean they weren't. Again, they weren't. They weren't blown out. And when they lost the Baltimore game, all right. When they lost the Jeff game, all the Jeff fans were on my butt about, oh, your team, you know, got crushed and this and that. Again, look at what happens. Look what happened from that point to now with the Jets. And then, of course, Buffalo Buffalo started the string of wins. But they were beating, you know, they were beating teams that were like, you know, they beat a team without Tom Brady. They were just on, on that kind of a deal. But now look at where they are. And I see the, I see the frustration. I mean, you know, but I, wanna, I do, I do want to give thanks, though, to the players that helped out when, when my big receivers were out. Like Neil Walker. I think Neil Walker did good this year. Um, same thing with Hunter. Justin Hunter was a great pickup. Yeah, you know, and as you were talking as well about the Pittsburgh game, we do have uh, Dr. Hayes joined us as well. What's up, Alan? All right, good. Bring him on. Hey, good afternoon. What's going on, Alan? I just listening to your show. I, I caught the end uh, with Padman on. Just couldn't call in at the moment. Um, Buffalo Steelers last week, you know, odd game. 27-7, you said they only won by a touchdown. But uh, as uh, Mike was saying, you watched the game, watching the game, I've never really seen a game like that. One player, totally dominant. Ben couldn't have played, in my opinion, a worse game. Three interceptions, threw one in the red zone. Hadn't done that since 2014. Something I wasn't used to seeing. They're very efficient inside the 20. And basically, that they, in my mind, were killing the Bills. And those picks kept the Bills in the game. You don't you don't normally have three turnovers and win a game. So yeah, the Bills are not playing. They they should have won because of the turnovers. And even with that, they gave up 298 yards to one guy. He's just in the NFL. You can't let that happen. Yeah, I agree. No, I was just thought. Listen, Bell had a monster game. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I, we've all seen guys have good games. But that was just uncanny. I was going to chime in, but go ahead. Go ahead, Anthony. Sorry. I mean, uh, Dr. A, go ahead. Yeah, it was a really odd thing. You know, watching Buffalo, I've only seen a couple of their games. 
there are plenty of issues there. That game was in Buffalo. The field conditions were about as bad as it could be. I, I've seen Bell playing bad field uh, before. I thought he'd have a good game. I didn't think he'd have a game to the level that he had. You know, and then Ben was the opposite. He's playing with the gloves on. He's never really done well with the glove on as far as his accuracy. Um, Buffalo hung in there because of the interceptions. If, if that wasn't happening, they would have played even more conservative. Maybe ran two running backs. It could have been a much uglier score for Buffalo. Being it was a home game, they got work to do. The injured players are not. Buffalo got a lot of work to do. In their game plan and design, you can't have eight in the box and a guy still running for six yards of carry or whatever. That like that just can't happen to your defense. Yeah, you know, and Ben didn't have a good game at all. I mean, Matt had his worst game of the year, right? Yeah, I, that was his worst game this season. And I would say field conditions. And toward, towards the end of the game, he he didn't he wasn't even willing to throw the ball. Clear, like I've seen him play all season. If if there's eight in the box and the team's all set to stop the run, he audibles and he throws the ball. He wasn't even doing it. He was handing it off anyway. And it was working, so there was no reason to throw the ball. If, if, uh, if, if uh, going back to what Dr. Ray was saying, I agree with him. If if you and I've been covering Pittsburgh as well as, as the Bills. I mean, I haven't missed the Bills game yet. My problem is this, and we talked about this in the Oakland game. When you have Carr, when you let Carr run, and you let all these quarterbacks that can run, and you're not covering them, and, and you're not getting to them. Of course, you know there's a big problem with the defense. The Bills' defense has have been spotty all year, and that's that's that's. You know, like you said, that's play calling right there. But it's also, you know, where the guy should be. You know, some 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 um some defenses are right there and they're and they don't let people in, you know, which is called the stingy defense and some people let them run. But let me tell you something though, Bell is an outrageous running back. I have a lot of friends that are Steeler fans, Doctor A, and I'm getting texts all over the, the, the place. And the one thing you said, you said this too. You said the field conditions were horrible. Pittsburgh Steelers have played in, in horrible conditions as well. And also, and also, you also said, um, you also said about uh, let's see, field conditions are horrible, right? Okay. Then, then you talked about um, other issues going on. That this is a home game, and this is a, you know, if you follow the Bills like I do, you know. That the Bills, listen, the Oakland Raiders, well, we were winning. We had the game, okay? We were winning. But the defense, they just decided to drop dead on us. And Carr was doing his thing. You know, the Buffalo Bills. Ra- Ra- have, Raiders have done that to sorry, a lot let me, of teams. Let me just this finish this thought. The Buffalo Bills have, the, have the, the drive. And you know what? The injuries do matter, okay? We do have a lot of injuries. I'm not making excuses. For them, because Anthony could tell you, I never made excuses for the injuries. The problem is, at the end of the day, Doctor A, it's are you gonna who wants it the most? And you know what, Buffalo didn't want that game and the Oakland Raider game, and that's it. And you know what, it could have been worse. Um, what do you call it? Could have been worse. And you know what, interceptions do make a make a big deal, but it's what you do with those interceptions. And every time the, the the Bills were getting to the red zone, they were coming up short. So you know what. Dr. Ray, what are the what's the record of the Pittsburgh Steelers right now? Eight and five. 
go to the playoffs and good luck, and, and good luck, and that, and that's how I look at it, and be happy. Okay? Because right it could be, it could be, it Learned could be worse. Right. The Bills haven't made, but the Bills haven't made the playoffs in 17 years. Now you can talk. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, okay, of course it could be worse. Right now the Steelers, right, they're in a run between them and the Ravens. It's only a one-game lead. If they finish tied, uh, Ravens would uh, be ahead of the Steelers, and that puts it's going to be a really tight. Uh, race for that second wild card in the AFC. That's just the reality of it. You got first place sewn up in every division, probably except for the Steelers, uh, maybe Tennessee. Um, but the second place is a handful of teams for that second wild card. Uh, this this could come down to the very last week, and that's always, of course, great for the NFL. And it makes you nervous for your team if you're not going to win it. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, looking at looking at the Dolphins, is, is it even possible to catch the Patriots? You know, not. So you're, you're no, going no, that's true for that last wild card right now. Yeah, and I feel I don't want the Steelers in that chase because you just might not be in the playoffs. Okay, let me ask. Sorry, Dad, I was going to ask you a question about. So I, I am going to ask it. So tomorrow. Who are you guys playing now? What's 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 on tap for let's look what's on tap for the uh the Steelers? Well, Steelers Cincinnati. Cincinnati Ravens and Browns left. So uh, where it's really are the they? next two weeks for them or everything. They're at Cincinnati. And then they got home games, I think. At Cincinnati okay, they got two home know, games after that. Would would love, I'm sure, to bump the Steelers out of the playoffs after last year's playoff game. Um and the last two times they played them they took Bell out. So, like, I, I, I'm almost feeling if they can get through this Cincinnati game and Bell's still on the field, it's kind of a moral victory for this team. <laughs> he, he hasn't gotten through the Bengal games. Yeah, they, they fit him in his legs out of bounds. It, it's been yeah. cheap shots. They, they, they don't. That, that's how the Bengals play. They, they want to get in right. and turn into the, the Steeler game into a big fight. Wow. And, and that's, uh, yeah, and that's, that's rough because that's a uh, – that's a that's a rough uh, deal. And what's left for the all right? So what's left? Uh, we we heard about that. What's left for the Dolphins now, Anthony? Well, Dolphins got the Jets tonight, and they're in Buffalo, and then they're home for New England the last game. Oof! And so, if yeah, you got a tough. You got three three division games. Yeah, I, I would so, think you so, can so, take two out of the three. You're gonna have to. Well, that's their only shot. But the thing is. Now, New England, will they have things wrapped up week 17? Will they rest, guys? Or, even if they are, last year the Dolphins cost them a bye on the last game of the year by beating them in the last game of the season and cost New England a bye, and New England ended up getting knocked out on the road. So You You mean to tell me that the the division's not wrapped up yet? Well, the division's wrapped up this year. This is last year. The Dolphins oh, beat them and cost them cost them a bye week last week. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were talking about so this. New England. I you were talking, I'm sorry. Belichick, Belichick probably didn't forget that, and he's probably looking for this year to, not, you know, hopefully he would probably want to knock Miami out if he had the opportunity. Yeah, and but also I wonder see. if they're going to play Brady because Brady hasn't played four – he didn't play four games in the season, so I wonder if they'll keep Brady, uh, Brady in. Yeah, well, Tannehill be back that game is the other thing. You know, is he going to come back that week? Would be another storyline. But first, you got to win one. You got to win one at a time. You got to beat the Jets tonight. You know, and that's that's where yeah. it all starts. You and you that, know? and yeah. you know, and even though the Jets are horrible, you got to still think that something can happen because you were saying about Tannehill being 
be, uh, being uh, being out. So I, I see your concerns. I see your concerns there. The Dolphins, anything can happen. They play crazy Yeah, but I see your concerns there, and then I see Dr. A's concerns. And, uh, you know, and in my mind, I just, I'm just getting ready for, uh, for my – I'm just finishing up, and I'm getting ready for – for everything that's going to happen with the Bills at the end of the at the end of the year, I'll be listening to see what they're going to do and improve the team. And also, I got basketball and I got baseball and I got wrestling to keep me occupied. So that's uh, that's good. But I I do think wow. the Buffalo Bills. Wow. Hey, I do think the yeah. Buffalo Bills are out. What do you think? What do you think about the Steelers game tomorrow? Like other than the belt thing, like what, what do you think is the key to the Steelers tomorrow? Okay. Uh, this season, I think the Steelers are better than the Bengals. Nothing. They're the better team. Hit it. So? Hello? Good. Talk, yeah. Sorry, good. Yeah, I think the Steelers are the better team. They haven't been great on the road. They've managed to win a couple of decent road games, and Buffalo being one of them. I, I think it's going to be really fight to the finish. The Bengals, I don't, they're not making the playoffs, in my opinion. But they're going to give the Steelers a fight. Steelers have to step up. It's it's kind of like the Giants. You've seen them turn a corner, getting on a roll. The Steelers, if they're going to make it, I'm going to have to start seeing that from them. You eked out a victory in, on the road with Buffalo. Um, I, I'm going to presume Bell's got to be a little tired this week after last week. Um, I think D'Angelo Williams, he's been practicing the last two weeks. They have not activated him. Uh, they're, they're a real shot at a strong playoff run would be D'Angelo Williams coming back. And then you can use Bell. They've used him running in, as a wide receiver. And what they envisioned in the beginning of the season, with Martavis Bryant gone, was Bell playing more wide receiver and D'Angelo still trying to get you 100 grand, yards on the ground. If they can bring that in, I think they make a run for the Super Bowl. If Bell gets knocked out for the third year in a row against the Bengals, it's over. They're not the same team. Yeah, obviously, you can't, yeah, you can't lose Bell, obviously. I mean, yeah, D'Angelo but, you know, Williams can get you yards if he's healthy, but you don't you don't have another playmaker. Yeah, but unfortunately, you can't display Bell either, right? You have to just go out there and hope that happens, you know. You got to just, yeah. you know. He's got he's to mentally get through a game with the, with him, play hard. The last time he played him when he got hurt, he was playing great right up till they hit him out of bounds. So it's, he does play well against the Bengals. It's they can't get frustrated. Like you got to say, at least for the Browns, he was killing them. They didn't get frustrated and hit him out of bounds. That's just a ridiculous thing to do, and that's what the Bengals do. You, you really shouldn't try to win football games that way. Yeah. You know, I, I, my my thing is, you're playing a team. You want them to be healthy. You're playing the Dolphins. You want Tannehill to be the quarterback, and you want to win, win or lose with your best. You're the opposing team. You shouldn't be trying to take guys out to win. There's enough injuries in the in the NFL from playing fair to to deal with guys and teams that don't play fair, you know, in that way and try to win that way. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So we'll see. I mean, listen, it's interesting. This is week 15, so you know, every games are most games are important. You know, even if teams that are out of it are playing teams that are in it, so you know, most games have it's important for at least one team, like you said, like the Bengals Steelers game. Dolphin Jet game, this means nothing to the Jets other than trying to spoil the Dolphin season. The Bengals, the same yeah. thing, right? If I look at the Steelers now to a month ago, their main difference, their main change is their defense. The rookie cornerback, he's coming along, um, and the safety Davis, they're, they're playing better on defense and starting to make plays on defense. 
it's a very young defense. Like, I don't know how far they can get if they were playing the Patriots or the Raiders in the playoffs, teams with really high-powered offenses. Their defense really would have to show something that they haven't really shown to the last two weeks, and they weren't playing the best offenses. Yeah. And you would expect Ben to bounce back this week. I, I expect a big game out of Ben and Antonio Brown this week. I expect them to both have big games. Yeah, I, I agree with ben you. After Bell's yards, I'm expecting Brown and Ben to kind of control this game. I'm expecting a little more passing, less running. It looks like A.J. Green is out tomorrow. I mean, he's going to be a they're going to let them run through pre-game warm-ups, but I don't think they can, I don't think they chance it by bringing him back. I mean, the game don't mean anything to them. I don't know why they would even chance him completely tearing his hamstring by bringing him back early. It makes no sense. But they must really want to beat the Steelers. That's the only reason they would play him. Right? I mean, the only reason they're bringing yeah, this guy back is they really want to beat the Steelers tomorrow. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they do. I wouldn't risk a guy's not being close to 100%. If he's 100% blame, he's 90% blame. If you're bringing him out limping, you're going to finish him for the season. It will be a hard Especially your best player. I mean, he's your best player, Green. You can't yeah, the, guy, the guy's for... a star. He's a star receiver. Impact yeah, player. So sad. So. I'll give you another rumor I've been hearing. Um, Todd Haley, the Steelers offensive coordinator. A lot of rumors in Pittsburgh that um, – presuming we've finished the season well, um, that the Rams are interested in him. Oh, really? If it happens, yeah. Yeah. The Rams have supposedly already contacted. They they have interest in in Todd Haley. Well, you got to figure he's going to get a job eventually. At some point it was coming. I mean, you know, next year or two he's definitely going to get a job. you got to figure that's coming. uh, Yeah, the sales offense is Produced and and uh, if you're looking at Todd Haley, he brought um, the Cardinals. He was the offensive coordinator when they got to the Super Bowl, lost to Pittsburgh. That's Kurt Warner's team. Then he went to the Chiefs and was terrible. First year, turned it around. Second year, got fired. Came to Pittsburgh. He, he's he's helped the offense. He's helped them not get sacked. He's helped them become a better quarterback. I, I'm not sure him and Ben ever saw eye to eye at 100 percent. But I would say they have a healthy respect for each other at this point. There is a chemistry. You can't play the offensive games that they have played without that between yeah. the offensive coordinator and your quarterback. But Ben's comment on it was, we've been one of the top five teams in offense with him. You know, he would deserve a shot at being a head coach. And if I look back to Bruce Arians, then got two Super Bowls with him, and he didn't want him to go no matter what. So that, that yeah. just tells me and, him and Haley never saw I don't know if you heard what I said earlier, too, about uh, a different, like, little different thing, but about Bell, that the Pittsburgh's probably going to franchise him. Right. And uh, me and Pete were talking about it earlier. Pete said he wouldn't give him a long-term deal. He'd rather franchise them every year in the next couple of years and just keep giving mm-hmm. them a one-year deal. Well, they'll be paid as the top running back, but at least you're getting them on one-year deals as opposed to giving them like four or five guaranteed, you know, four or five years where, you know, one more suspension and he could be gone for a year. So yeah. it does make sense calling uh, a keep franchise, but he's not going to be happy about that because he wants a long-term deal. It's it's an interesting situation with him. If you've seen him play, clearly super talented running back. 
Right. I don't see really a weakness. Oh, without a doubt. Well, it's well. He runs well. He catches well, and he's got this big cloud of a year suspension hanging over, <laughs> hanging over him, following him wherever he goes. And he's never played a whole season for the Steelers. Maybe this year would have been yeah. his first if he wasn't suspended. But between injury and suspension, he's never played a whole season, yet he's still top. So you have super talent versus hasn't given you a whole season. They're featuring him in the offense this year in every way, shape, or form. It would be really hard to let him go. A one- and two-year deal. I think I would agree with that. Whereas Jerome Bettis, oh, he has six years. I don't, I don't see them doing that with Bell. They'll take their chances. They've been a team where you want to be a steal, we'll make you a stealer for life. You want to go check other teams out? That's really how they've been. Yeah. I'd hate to see them Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens tonight and tomorrow in the NFL. And we're coming up on 1 o'clock here. So I'm going to let you guys go. And uh, thank you guys for calling in. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, Mikey. And, uh, you know, we'll definitely, you know, we'll definitely we'll be talking more before the season's over, of course. All right. Good luck with the game tonight. Thank Enjoy you, man. it. All right. Later. All right, man. Take care. Bye. See you later, Mike. All right. Good luck with the, uh, good luck with the game tonight. And uh, when are you on next, Anthony? On New Year's Eve will be next. Oh, that's that's when the next time you're going to be on New Year's Eve? Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. All right. All right, so you're going to take a, a break. Okay, good. All take right, so have a good – what happened? Yeah, for Christmas Eve, I'm just not going to be on, but then I'll be back the following week, just one week off. Get a little All week right. Christmas that's break. Not, not, a pro- not, not, not a problem. You need a – you've been going strong. You need a uh, a vacation. Yeah, first week All off, right. so. Yeah, all that's right, not, man, not a big deal. All right, man, take it easy, and I'll talk and I'll talk to you uh, soon. All right, and let everybody know about Definitely. your show. Continue to plug your show. Continue to plug the network, and continue to do a great job too, Anthony. Thank you. Thank you, Mikey. Have a good one. All right, Magic Mike calling in as always, doing a great job talking football. Thank you, Doctor A. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, TDB. Was on for two hours today doing NFL and college. Thank you, Adam, for calling in, talking football earlier. Obviously, Padman doing calling in, talking baseball, Miracle Day, and just a great show throughout. Fody called in, so we had a lot, a lot of calls today, and uh, you know, covered a lot of stuff today. Great show as always. So, I will be back on New Year's Eve. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, and uh, I will see everybody in two weeks. Enjoy your holiday. It's a beautiful, snowy day. And then uh, get out there, get your shopping going, and enjoy your holidays. And I will see, we'll have a Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve will be week 17, so it'll be very interesting. So I'll see everybody in two weeks. Have a 